Hello, and welcome back to XP Waste, where if I'm not struggling to kill Fazani's Nightmare, I'm struggling to kill Chompy Birds. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I'm Michael. If this is your first time checking XP Waste out, thanks so much. We are a RuneScape podcast, specifically old school RuneScape. Um, we talk about the news. We talk about things happening in the game. Uh, we get on tangents. Kind of our thing. Uh, if you're not new around here, welcome back. You'll notice I'm not in my normal office, and it, it feels a little weird. Uh, I can actually do this now, so I'm going to pick up the camera. I know Oxy has done this in the past, but I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm The wife and I are visiting her sister and husband in uh, another city. And it just so happened that I'm going to be here a long time. So, yeah. Uh, just thought I'd like make a makeshift setup. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly distracted by your cup. Does that say Rad Dad? Mm-hmm. I have that cup. No shit. Did you get it from Walmart, too? I got it for Christmas. Oh, let's go. I definitely got mine from Walmart over the summer a couple years ago. (laughs) I'm not a dad. I have no kids. No child. No significant other. I have one cat (laughs) who is a bastard. I love her more than anything in this entire world. But otherwise, nothing in my responsibility to take care of. That's Um, hilarious. (laughs) Let me see. But I am... Uh, I'm like the the father of the fencing team mm-hmm. because I, I'm a graduate student, so I'm a little bit older. I've done the whole undergraduate thing before. You know, I'm I feel like an old man compared to some of these kids. We had our team barbecue yesterday. I made all the food. I brought everything. I brought bug spray in my car because, like, when you live in Michigan, you gotta keep that muff thing on you. Yeah, and by muff thing, I mean a can of deep woods off. You gotta keep it in your car at all times especially when it gets warmer. Anyone from the Midwest region knows exactly what I'm talking about because you never know when you're going to be out late and you never know when the bugs are going to come out en masse. So you got to keep it. And anybody not from the Midwest knows nothing about what Oxy's talking about because he assumes that there's no bugs anywhere else in the world. No, bugs literally only exist in Michigan. There's only bugs in Michigan, guys. Mosquitoes only exist. It is scientifically (laughs) proven that mosquitoes only exist in Michigan. So if you have bug spray in your car and you're from somewhere else, you just toss it. What you should come saying? to Michigan. <laughs> just yeah, come to Michigan. Much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Come to, you're, you're meant to be here if you keep bug spray in your car. Um, Can no, confirm but like, I am, we have mosquitoes in Texas, so... <laughs> I, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but like I was like setting up the fire, getting everything together, you know, like the basic dad energy of the yeah. club that's that's the running joke is that i am the club dad yeah um and uh i i figured the rad dad mug would be appropriate for this morning after sure. have after having left the fire because the county that we're in has an ordinance that you can't be at a park uh after sundown huh. so needless to say we stayed there till like 11 o'clock at night because like fuck them, why not yeah but at that point i'm like well I didn't rent the park. Like the, the reservation is not under my name. So if someone assigns a ticket, it's not going to be to me. So I can't be there. Like, I don't give a shit. It's a, it's a County ticket, mm, 30 bucks. Like I'm whatever. Yeah. But like to a graduating senior, who's not me, that's pretty anxiogenic. So <laughs> I just figured, 
we'll go back to my apartment. And suddenly, when I got everyone there, I realized that I had 15 people in my tiny two-bedroom apartment. And I was like, shit, this apartment was not made for that. <laughs> so just like mad chilling last night. And I figured Rad Dad would be the appropriate coffee mug for today. Yeah, I love it. It was fun. I had a blast yesterday. Yeah, I texted you and, and just didn't hear back. I my phone so I was we didn't have a speaker yesterday for the longest time because the guy that always brings the speaker was gone didn't show up till like nine o'clock at night because he was away at a different game um and I was just playing music through my phone my phone Mm. died at like nine o'clock yeah and I couldn't plug it in because I like wasn't gonna leave my car running to plug my phone in and charge it because I don't give a shit I'm not I don't I don't text anybody you know but uh yeah i figured i I got back charged my phone and saw you message me and responded at like probably 1 a.m 12 30 1 a.m something like that i was like yeah dude we'll record tomorrow morning it'll be perfect and then slept (laughs) till 10 30 i was like shit i gotta get up right now yeah (laughs) start recording a little behind the scenes we normally record on monday evenings um because of my you know my work schedule it's like that's probably the best night we had um i got a new job uh i'm excited i'll have the weekends off so we're probably back to recording on sundays but this this weekend was kind of special because again we're out of town and uh i'm doing stuff all the rest of the day today and then oxy's got stuff to do tonight so we had we have to do like a morning recording so this is this Mm -hmm. is like throwback to like two months ago when we would record midday that's why we're drinking coffee and we don't usually drink coffee during the pod anymore (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I do also, also want to mention there's an air show going on right now. So I have my noise gate set up to where nothing is going to come through if I'm not talking. But if I'm suddenly talking and then there's a in the background, you guys know why I have no control. Michael's going to be making the noises himself. He's going to go, Neow. Neow. The sentences. <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely intentional. <laughs> it's a bit distracting. So. I, I do apologize, but um, yeah, actually, how is, I mean, other than like graduating, having all that fun, what you do in RuneScape this week? Uh, I cranked out a lot of Elite Diaries. For the first time in what feels like forever, I actually have account progress to give. Uh, we recorded our extra episode on Friday, which was fantastic. I don't often like to plug the Patreon so early in the episode. It I this next one I had a blast with. Yeah. Um it's a continuation of our D&D game from last month. Mm-hmm. Shout out to TMD and a feller named Matt for helping us out with that, but my god, I had an absolute blast. And I texted yeah. Michael about something today that I'm like I don't know if this is a good like I might be on the edge of a slippery slope with what I'm doing right now, but I I'm kind of interested in it. Um, I think you should do it. I think you should learn how to do it. That's all. I, I might. Crypt, Nick, this is all we're going to say. I might I might have to learn how to do it because I think that could be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, so honestly, go check that out. I, You know I don't like plugging us making money. I think mm-hmm. it feels weird. But like for the sake of the content of this episode, yeah, I had an absolute blast recording it. And I think it's going to be great uh, when it comes out. Maybe. Hopefully by the end of April. Uh, maybe by the middle of may we don't know no 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 no, no. <laughs> I, you can put me on blast like that <clears throat> i have a laptop here that is fully capable of like i can edit on it and probably get it done um so i'll have like three days where we're not really doing anything during the day because my wife is she's working while we're here so from mm-hmm. nine to five 
I could probably just bust it out. We'll see. We'll see. But I was going to say. If, if the computer can handle it. If yeah. It can. It's a MacBook Pro. It, although it is from 2014, which is ancient by standards of any Calm. other technology. I mean, by the standards of Mac at that point, you just have to upgrade the parts, which in the case of a MacBook is just picking it up, putting it in the garbage can and buying a new one. Right. I'm not a big fan of Apple computers. I like Apple products. I like AirPods. I like iPhones. <laughs> Apple computers are... No thanks, dude. This... Give me a real PC to do my work on. This computer has served me so well. It's gotten me through uh, community college. It's gotten me through playing RuneScape on it for three years before I got a PC. All of my old screenshots are on this computer. It's now serving me for the pod. Like, this is a... I don't know. I'm partial to this computer. I don't know. I don't know that I'm a Mac. I'm like such a Mac junkie that I used to be. Now that I have a PC, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I know what it looks like on the other side. Uh, but I don't know. I think if I were to, if I were to get an something other than an iPhone, I would really have to change the way I interact with all my other technology because I'm an iPad. I have AirPods. I have mm-hmm. all of this Apple stuff like CarPlay. So I'm kind of stuck in the Apple ecosystem, unfortunately. But I've I'm content kind of... to be stuck in the <laughs> Apple ecosystem. Yeah. As long as it's not a computer, you know? Yeah. Whoop de freaking do. You can have all <laughs> your tabs open at the bottom of your screen. My computer can send someone to space if it needed to. I don't I don't care. <laughs> like I I just I'm sorry. MacBooks are not for me. Um but no, like I said, in RuneScape, actual account progress this week, oh, yes, I yes, completed yes, yes. the Mauritania Elite Diary. I got 91 fishing while recording the extra episode. Easy. Did that. And then for a majority of the rest of the extra episode, I got the lamp and I realized, holy shit, I can just lamp agility and I don't have to like train the last like 10k XP. Got 85 agility. Did the rest of the steps I had to do for the Arty Elite Diary and got mm-hmm. the Arty Elite Diary done. And then cranked out every other doable diary step to the point where I only have four diary steps remaining. I have to fletch a dragon dart. I have to steal from the grand chest and soften ham. I have to get level five rolls in barbarian assault, and I have to kill a thousand chompy birds. Level five rolls in BA, I have level five in attacker, defender, and collector. I have level three in healer, but honestly, like one good game is a healer and I have level five and I'm done. Mm -hmm. Everything else in um, in that Kandoran diary is done right now. I'm currently killing choppy birds while we record. I have 90 crafting banks that I probably could be doing. That's a little bit more AFK and a little bit more readily able for me to look at the camera while I'm doing things. But like realistically, you guys don't care if I look at the camera while I talk sometimes. So we're going to be killing chompies. Let me check my bow really quick here. We currently have 479 kills. So we're chunking through. We're chunking through. But uh, the thieving is going to be a big holdback. And mm-hmm. after doing some of the math today, um, darts are not going to be a thing. I only have 85 fletching. I think we did the math earlier, me and Morty. Uh, it's going to be like, if I wanted to do adamant darts, it would be like 73 mil with like minimal return. So I'm probably just going to do you longbows. It's going to take me 7,000 years, but I'll probably just do you longbows, TBH, because I'll make a little bit of money in the long run. And like, yeah. I have the podcast with like... The beautiful thing about recording a podcast every week is it's like guaranteed AFK time. Yeah. I haven't had class in such a long time, like real actual class that like 
my guaranteed AFK time from that doesn't exist anymore. But you know, when we sit down to do the show, like I've said, you can't like you can't PVM. Like I don't even know what is my Slayer task right now. I don't even know if I could AFK my Slayer task. Tbh, I think I might <laughs> still have Dagonoffs from Bingo. But like you know, I, I other than like AFK and Slayer, you really can't do much combat. So having the guaranteed AFK time of like two, three, sometimes four hours of just talking to Michael and talking to you guys in the recording booth chat is beautiful for account gains in the sense of like doing shit like this. So that said, I'll probably also catch up on rebels while killing these chompies and training thieving as well. So you also have the editing time, which is, I do have editing time. Yeah. I'll probably craft while I'm editing TBH because that's crap. I need something that's not as, uh no i'll craft because i have the supplies for crafting i don't have any for that i i was wondering that i don't what diary i just have five no i don't i just have five crafting levels banked (laughs) because i wanted it molten glass was really cheap remember that time a couple weeks ago where we talked about how uh, unpowered orbs are more expensive than molten glass yeah after we recorded that episode i bought everything i needed cost me like 4.5 mil to get from 85 to 90 crafting oh with molten glass so like eh, whatever i don't think i'll profit anymore i think the margins have restabilized where they normally are but Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter i have the levels banked might as well just do it yeah so what yeah that's gonna be my yeah what's your fletching level right now 85 so i haven't done the math of how many u longbows i would need i'm gonna guess it's gonna be about 20 mil i'm still in my loot tab competition with immortal and i'm getting my ass kicked right now (laughs) he got a four-man scythe split and then four days later got a three-man tebow split so i'm currently getting the shit kicked out of me but i also haven't played the game a whole lot in two weeks so it's kind of to be expected but like there's a mad deficit right now. There's yeah. there's a mad loot deficit right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I need to kind of get on that PVM train and start making myself some money because, you know, I bought a scythe. I need myself PVM upgrades. But for some reason now I'm like, skilling supplies, question mark? Mm-hmm. Diaries? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so close to the diary cape. It's like, well, I mean, at that point, at that point might as well still... Mm-hmm. Still five combat tasks left in the Elite Diary. Haven't done any of those because, again, I've fished and killed chompies in the last two weeks. That's literally all I've done. Sound like me. So I know, I know. I'm, I've am i been feeling better. I've been playing other games. Excited to get back to RuneScape. I've also been doing a lot of things like IRL. I've been out of the house a lot more these mm-hmm. past couple of weeks. And uh, it's hard to do much of anything on mobile. I'm not a big mobile stan. So, yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty good transition to what I wanted to briefly talk about. Yeah, I was the, say, what have you been up to? iOS beta dropped for those who signed up and, and got accepted. And let me just tell you, I, I, I installed it on my iPad. And all I, I mean, all I've really done is fishing. But it definitely makes, it definitely makes mobile gaming that much better having those little quality of life things like they have the true tile they have destination tile the fishing spots are highlighted really yeah it's interesting i don't know if you can mark tiles i haven't checked i'm pretty sure you can so it's gonna like i'm excited to try it out uh, in more depth but like my wife was fishing for me as i was you know as we were driving and um she's like wait does this is this always like this where it highlights the I'm like, no, um, that's on the beta. She's like, 
Oh, wow. That's nice. Because she's played a little bit of RuneScape like on RuneLight, but mm-hmm. never was really interested in mobile because it's just a completely different kind of It's a different game. Yeah, it's a different, it's a different game. game. Yeah. Um, so whenever she saw that, that, that those features were coming to mobile, she's like, I could get behind this. I'm like... Good, good, good. I might try mother and talk ha- her. Mother Hound on old school RuneScape. Good, good. I might try and talk her into making a skiller because we talked about it a little bit and she's like, this stuff I can understand. She's like, clicking on a fishing spot, dropping fish, I got that. She's like, when it comes to anything like combat wise or anything else like that, I just, she's like, I just don't get it. I'm like, okay, cool. So, they have a they have an account build called a skiller. You don't do any combat, and you just literally do all the easy stuff. Um, so I might talk her into it. See if she's so it's my it's it's Michael's account basically. Oh, I'll dab with you on that one. Sit, um, <laughs> sit. <laughs> sit, rat. Uh, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't your wife have like an absurdly high agility level? Uh, absurdly high as in like in the forties or fifties. I mean, isn't agility like her highest skill oh. though? Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. I don't think she's done any combat on her account so far. So, she, like, technically, she probably could be... She could just convert her account into a skiller at this point. Um, I might just buy her a year of membership and see what happens. I don't know, you know? <laughs> she'll have her first 99. She'll have an untrimmed agility cape at level 3. That's, I mean, like... That's disgusting. With the... Because on the beta... And soon to be in the mobile client, they have the the like the spots where it highlights the the agility sh- shortcuts, and it, it highlights all the click boxes for you. So mm-hmm. there's a chance, chance. And uh, uh, wife, if you're listening to this right now, you know there's a chance. <laughs> she only listens to like the first thirty minutes of the episode because that's usually when we're not talking about RuneScape. So she'll she'll be gone in here in a little bit. <laughs> That's what I should start telling my family to do. And they're like, I really want to listen to it. I'm like, don't. You're not going to understand what we're talking about. I'll tell them to listen to the first like five minutes. Yeah. And like then... the the catch up that we always do yeah. in the in the little rambly part. Um, yeah. And then the minute we're like main title content, just turn the episode off. <laughs> um, for those of you XP wasters, don't, though, because no. we're actually. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be going to be a good one this week. What you been up to in game? Have you done anything besides fish? I got 96 fishing. Um, no, I haven't done anything besides fish. Have I though? No, I haven't. Unfortunately not. I think I logged on when we were doing our extra episode and I fished the entire time. Got like 150k XP and that's, that's about it right now. Uh, I, I mentioned before I'm, I'm, I got a new job Mm -hmm. and I have like almost uh, probably a little over a week where I don't have a job right now. I'll start next week, and um, I've got some good. I've got some good AFK time, so uh, it'll be interesting because I don't know. I say this out loud. I'm going to say this out loud and probably regret it. But between now and when I start my job on the second, I'm going to try and get 99 fishing. Ooh, okay. <gasps> I don't know. It's so we can get an update. Okay, so the <sighs> fishing saga will come to a close. I know. It's, it's it's been long enough. Like what is it? May? And I stopped fishing in January. I started fishing in January, I think. 
not like a ton, not like I was with mining and runecrafting, where it was like every day all I was doing is fishing. But like the only real skilling uh, content that I've done on the game, besides a little bit of hunter, has been fishing. So there's also, so I'm I'm battling with this in my mind right now, and I kind of talked about it a little bit with you uh, the other night. So mm-hmm. I have six skills left until I max. And it would be very, very feasible for me to just go to 98 in all of them and have a massive, like, maxing party where I get, like, 699s all at once. That would be fun, but I think it would only be fun if I actually went to each location and got the 99 there. So a lot of the times that people have, like, a massive 99 party where they get like a ton of 99s all at once, they kind of just do it with lamps. And it's only really fun for the person. And I'm not I'm not coming for anybody. Like there's a guy in our clan, uh, Doc Hart. Doc Hart. I remember that. Sorry, I, almost, I remember that maxing party. Almost messed up your name. Doc Hart. He hmm. he got like a ton of 99s all at once and did that for maxing. But he did it with um I think it was museum lamps. Mm-hmm. But what I would want to do is I would like Run to a fishing spot, get fishing. Run to an arty night and get thieving. Go hunt something and get hunter. Slay my very last monster and get 99 slayer and 99 defense. Um, and do it all with people. Um, and we just run around the game and get it all done. So, I don't know. I, I guess I have until I get to the very, very end of my fishing grind to still decide if I want to do that. Because, it's I mean, the dopamine of like just finishing a goal it's very very um motivating to continue with those goals so like if i got 98 uh if i got 98 uh in all of them i don't know i don't know if i would be demotivated that's that's really what i have to like i got to do some soul searching and like really look inside and and think is this something i want to do i don't know that that felt like a, a long ramble to say Hey, 99 fishing, maybe. <laughs> I hope it's 99 fishing. So do you think I should get 99 fishing? I mean, I look, not I would love 98s? to see you get, <laughs> I would love to see you get another 99 to kind of motivate you to get back on track. But I feel like a convenient one for you would almost be like a combat 99. If that, yeah. if that makes sense, like just kind of get it out of the way because then you don't have to like, 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 think about it. If we say, Michael, come on a raid with us, and you accidentally get 99 defense, oh. like a Zalcano situation, because you, like, you equip yeah. a weapon you're not used to, and you have it on defensive or something like that. That's... So, like, the only one that you have that you run that risk for is defense. Yeah. So, like, could we could do a combat 99, but I feel like you, you need a 99 to get that dopamine back in your life, you sure. know? Sure, sure, sure. That's To get I, that, I... like, the maxing motivation back in action. The self-reflection is what i was trying to say earlier i don't know if you left that part in where i was just rambling about a word but um i'm gonna in my self-reflection i have thought that if i wait to get 98 in all of my skills there's a chance that i'm still doing that until next year with how this year is going Mm -hmm. so like i still have 99 agility to get and i'm only 86 so uh, if i get 98 fishing say i get 98 fishing this week i may not see 99 fishing until next year sometime yeah 
when I do that maxing party. Like, do I really want to limit? Okay, because here's the other thing I was thinking about. Like, we've had Temporos on our bingo for like the last since Temporos came out. Do I really want to limit myself to say, hey, guys, I just like there's so many things I can't do. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't go to Temporos and, and, and do that with you because I can't get any fishing XP. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the other yeah, thing that it's... I, I don't, I don't, I would not enjoy. Like it would be fun to try, but it, there's just so, there's just a lot. And the yeah, accidental it's... would suck too. <laughs> I, I look, I've seen you get an accidental 99. I think it's pretty funny, but <laughs> I, I know it's like, oh man, did you see that guy on Twitter who uh, was calculating his XP to max and he caught a swordfish at the fishing guild with the angler outfit on and didn't like forgot that you got the extra two two XP from that and accidentally maxed while waiting to get the one XP remaining. So oh he maxed gosh. like by himself on oh. the dock in the in the in the fishing guild. That I was like, sucks. oh no. He just posted three pictures, one of him maxing, one of a swordfish giving a hundred XP. And then one of the angler outfit with a 2.5% boost. <laughs> what a scrub. I know that sucks, but like you have to, you have to think why are you, you're going to catch one swordfish. Why are you wearing the angler outfit? Probably just because that's what he was out used of to. habit. Oh. Yeah. Honest to God, that had to be what it was. My goodness. I've stopped wearing the angler outfit when I'm fishing. Cause I don't really care at this point. It's going to save me. Like what is three? What is two point five percent of three million? Four hundred k? Just kidding. I was just say probably four hundred k. I mean, at that point, two like percent, forty k, thirty? No, fifteen, thirty. Can't do math. Sixty k. Two point five percent. Two point five percent. Yeah, it's going to be about seventy five thousand. This is going to save me two hours um, of fishing if I'm doing forty five k an hour. Think about really it. I don't really care. Think about it. I don't really care. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear it. it while I'm at Temporos, but like when I'm just, I'd rather be wearing mole slippers, to be honest with you. Like my fashion skate probably is, is what I would like to be in uh, while I'm fishing, except for Temporos. But again, all that, all of that to say, you know, you guys can probably stop asking me how 99 fishing is going. Um, it's very motivating. I'll tell you that much. If you don't know, go to the end of the last episode and just just keep listening. Or ask him until he gets 99 <laughs> fishing. Because we have to keep him on that grind, boys. Yep, 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 yep. I feel like the Housie Inferno going for you is no longer a motivational thing. So there because has to be every time I see Every time I see it, I think, <laughs> like... <laughs> Maybe I need like a house 91 thieving going, but I'm not working on thieving is the thing. Like I'm not, I'm not actively working on thieving. Uh, that should be my goal for the week is to send multiple infernal attempts, infernal attempts, inferno attempts by the time the week is over. Mm-hmm. Cause it. I'm, I'm done. I have no more. The only time commitment I have left is a couple more fencing practices and this sh- podcast that I make, uh, that I have to edit on occasion, but Lord knows I've been in the inferno while I edit, so <laughs> well, I got lots of time. I got lots of time coming up, folks. I got lots of time. <laughs> um, yeah, so I do plan on sending a few just to get back into the swing of things. But speaking of getting back into the swing of things, Michael, like we talked about a little bit last week, 
XP Waste has kind of been all over the place with talking about like news posts and things like that and not really, you know, being the show that we want it to be, if that makes sense, just being a little bit less coordinated. So in the same vein of last week of kind of, you know, kind of, you know, getting XP Waste back to form, Michael and I have some spicy content for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if spi- I don't know if spicy is the right word. It's spicy. But it's content. It's you're content need, nonetheless. You're going to need a glass of water after this one. Oh, he needs some milk. Uh, milk would actually um, be better if it's spicy. I, mm, I, so it's funny. I've heard milk actually has uh, an acid rating of like, oh God, what's the, what's the term? Like two? What's the acid base scale? Some of you scientists, you guys know, right? Acid base scale. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. has. It's, it's like two. I guarantee you we have some STEM people who listen to XP Waste who know what I'm talking about as I poorly explain this. We're like, I think water has like seven where it's like middle of the line. So if you actually want to diffuse like a, an acidic substance, you want to drink water and not milk or you want to pour water on an acid burn. But I'm not entirely sure if spicy and acidic are always the same thing. I don't think so. Because it might just be pain receptors in your mouth. That you're like, ooh, you know. I don't know if capsaicin is acidic, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Michael has no f-ing clue. What I'm Half our listeners right just left, so hopefully I, they but come I, back. I swear to God <laughs> that the STEM people who listen to this show are either like Oxy, you know what you're talking about, or Oxy, you're stupid. This is what you actually tried to talk about. I cannot wait for someone in Discord to hit me with like a paragraph of what I was trying to say. And have it be correct. I'm going to be like, thank you. This is exactly what I asked for. Yeah, yeah. People in the recording booth chat are saying it's like ranch, water, spicy flavor. Just like seltzer with red hot sauce. I don't know if I like those analogies. So I'm going to get back on track and talk about XP waste getting back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about everyone's favorite piece of content in the game today. What are we talking about, Michael? We are talking about quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do love we do love some quests around here today. Specifically, we're giving you the XP waste top ten most important quests to progress your mid-ish game account. And yeah. the overarching themes for some of these quests were rewards, mm-hmm. whether or not you would expect them on a top ten list, and just how much fun they are. You know, that definitely played a factor in it, too. Like, for example, Underground Pass, that's an important quest. It also makes me want to, you know, dance with a pissed off gorilla. So I'm I, I would rather not, you know, so that Tango. I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Underground Pass did not make this list. Didn't even make the honorable mentions. So like that just completely got cut out. So we can't recommend it. So there's no way it's making a list. But if you have to do it, go do it, you know? I mean, inadvertently, it kind of makes the list, but not. we're not going to mention it, If it, is what I'm saying. Um, we've already given it too much power as it is, talking about... We've uh, already said the, the too many words related to, yeah, to that. Too many words about, about the, the quest that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. We should do that one day. We should make the top 10 worst quests in the game. <gasps> like, I'm what like, are the worst <laughs> quests... 
you should do that could be extra episode content it sounds like right patreon content to me that could be extra okay okay we're, we're stroking the beards here we okay we might have some might have some future content coming for you but yeah. um so i i'm gonna kick this off i'm gonna kick off this list what do you think about that go for it yeah so we're gonna start at number 10 and go to number one with number one being the most important number 10 being the quote-unquote least important but it's still a top 10 list and there's 152 153 quests right so like it's pretty big with the caveat that this is like in the mindset of you're in the mid game you're in the early game you're wanting to progress your account if you have you know max combat base 70s base 80s it's likely that you've already done a lot of these if not all of them so um yeah yeah like i've i know michael and i have done all the quests on this list before but yeah, it truly is. Like, what are some very valuable quests in order to kind of take your account to the next level and really help that kind of path of progression that you're on? Because if there's one thing that old school RuneScape players hate, but one thing that old school RuneScape players exist in constantly is the mid game. And every little step you can take to get out of it, it's like we said, don't wish it away, but also, holy shit, mid 50s, I would, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Even in leagues, I hate mid 50s. Yeah. So you're not there for a long time, but definitely. It still sucks when you're there. It still sucks. (laughs) Hey, I would, I would, just like Morty said in the recording booth chat, I would love to go back. There's just something special about having like, 30k xp to the next level or what whatever it is when you're when you're just that low and and the training methods aren't great it takes a long time to get there you know 30k xp could take you like an hour or two but when you see a million experience points from 96 to 97 you know you just can't like you can't enjoy that for a long time uh and that happens 23 times so (laughs) Uh, MB said, if you're bad at the mid game, um, if you're bad at the game, you're always in the mid game. That so should be Michael. the title. <laughs> yeah. So, D- wait, so what? Michael and I basically. <laughs> oh yeah. I, was, I thought you just <laughs> called me out and not, not you. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm in there too. But I think like I've said before, when it comes to, you know, nostalgia and like the mid game in general, I much prefer like the late game nostalgia of like trying to learn PVM and like mm-hmm. trying to complete hard diaries and elite diaries because truly that like the path to like getting to Song of the Elves or something like that, God, that was just terrible. It was, it, it just took so long. Yeah. Like I don't even know how I was able to afford construction for Song of the Elves. Like there were so many parts about like the mid game that I just didn't enjoy. Um but not because I didn't understand anything, just because I didn't have fun doing what I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the late game where I learned my first chambers and I learned how to do, you know, all these other bosses, like we talk about how shitty my first Zalra one run was, and I love doing that first Zalra run. Like it yeah. was in hindsight, that was some nostalgia I'd love to go back to. You know, I got a little bit of taste of that with Fazani's Nightmare, which was nice. Um, but for me, getting out of the mid game, which is not a slate to anyone in the mid game, trust me, I've spent a lot of time there myself. But like, once you're out, you never want to go back, you know, because then the game opens up and it's so much better. And these quests are going to help you do that because Michael and I are tangenting too hard. <laughs> so, number 10 on our list of most important quests temple of the eye 
Now I know what you're thinking. It's the most recent quest, I'm pretty sure. Nothing has come out since Temple of the Eye when this episode comes out. Um, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Temple of the Eye came out like a couple weeks ago. It brought Guardians of the Rift with it. Temple of the Eye is new. That's like the, you know, the hot human that walks into your physics class and sits next to you um, for your 8 a.m. lecture kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh, hello. I want to talk to you. But uh, Temple of the Eye is is very important beyond it being a flashy new quest. So what is the most difficult thing to train, period, pre-late game? I, you're you're setting me up to say runecrafting, and I would agree. Runecrafting, it sucks. Is terrible. Yes. We've said it once. We'll say it a million times more. Pre-77, runecrafting is ass until you do Temple of the Eye. Mm-hmm. So rune tot, as it has lovingly been called by the community, is huge for training this skill. Let's back up a little bit and talk about the actual rewards from the quest Temple of the Eye. So in order to do it, you have to complete Enter the Abyss. We're gonna which gives you a We're gonna put a caveat with ever like for the rest of the episode. Spoiler warning, if you don't wanna know what you get at the end of these, because there are certain people like I don't want to know what the rewards, I'm just gonna do the quest. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna probably go into some detail with some of these I, quests. I gotta level so, with you. If you don't want to know what the rewards are, stop listening right now because yeah. the whole point of this episode is the rewards from the quests. Yeah. But so in order to do this quest, you have to do Enter the Abyss, which gives you a thousand. I think it's a thousand rune crafting XP mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a small rune pouch. Um, I believe the level requirement is not that high. You only need 10 runecrafting, which, like we said earlier, a 1,000 runecrafting XP, and then just like a couple earth runes outside Varrock, you are cheering. You've got level 10 runecrafting. This quest gives you 5,000 runecrafting XP, which is pretty hefty at those lower levels. It'll take you to like mid-20s, something like that. And how Enter the Abyss gives you a small rune pouch, this apparently gives you a medium rune pouch. I've had all my rune pouches for a long time, so I didn't get the medium pouch. But, like, this is a really easy, really free way to get a medium pouch. Granted, you won't be able to use it for a little while. Like, if we look here, you need 25 to get a medium pouch. But that said, if you only train a skill, let's go into our skill calculator here on uh, on Rune Light. Let's go to Rune Crafting. Let's click on level 10 and then let's set our xp total to 6154 you're level 22 by the time you complete the quest all you will have had to do is complete um what's it called complete enter the abyss and honest to god craft like two inventories of earth runes or go and do x marks the spot and use that xp lamp on rune crafting you you literally will not quest. have to train rune crafting without doing um without doing guardians of the rift minigame mm-hmm. if you've not yet done temple of the eye and you've not played rune todd if you've not yet played guardians of the rift it's fun for the first time in 20 years rune crafting is a fun skill to do the minigame itself is a really good time it's kind of like winter todd and temporos obviously where there's like a preparation stage and then you kind of get into like crafting the different runes the downside to doing Guardians of the Rift at a lower level is, of course, you can't craft all the runes. So you don't have full access to it. It's not like Temporos, where there's only one kind of fish, or Winter Top, where there's only one kind of log to chop. 
Yeah. You have to have the rune crafting level, but you get a rune crafting XP, like a bonus XP thing at the end of every game. It's pretty good. I think at higher levels, it's what, like 50k an hour or something like that? We could, we haven't looked up the exact XP for Guardians of the Rift, yeah. but at 99 rune crafting, I was getting like 4.5k at the end of the game as the bonus. Mm hmm. Um, I've heard people say like in the mid nineties, they're getting like 65 K an hour. So I don't know what that is at lower levels, but it's, it's really good. It's really Mm -hmm. good. I, if you're like, if we're calling back to the episodes where I was ranting like nonstop about Jagex, Mm -hmm. make this a viable room crafting method, like they did. And I appreciate Jagex for that. It's inadvertently made like all the other methods better. So, Lavas with a giant pouch with Dalt essence. By some by some records, I've seen people say that's 125k an hour, which is insane. Um, it takes a little bit of prep work to get all the Dalt essence, and you have to do Guardians of Rift to get the giant pouch or the colossal pouch. Yeah, oh, so a... colossal pouch with the abyssal needle. Yeah, sorry. There's a. I don't know if you can hear that plane. It's giant. Okay, it's gone. Yeah, the the colossal pouch. Um, so it can be really good runecrafting. You have to do lavas like to get that. But um, even ZMI, I've heard with the colossal pouch in Dalt, is really good XP per hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 like just hats off to you, Jagex. Yeah. So why we bring this up as why it's one of the most important quests to do. Because runecrafting is so essential for so much of what you do in this game, unfortunately. They have kind of made it so that runecrafting has to be trained. Hmm. Now, it doesn't have to be trained for a whole lot of quests. The notable two that come to mind are Devious Minds and Fremenic Exiles. Which, Fremenic Exiles is a good quest in itself because it has a very good best-in-slot upgrade. But I certainly wouldn't put it as, like, the end-all be-all of best quests to do. But runecrafting is ne- is necessary for it. Why we're talking about it is for your achievement diaries. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Getting to 77 with Guardians of the Rift is going to be delightful on the groupie. Oh, yeah. I did I it at wait. ZMI on my main account. And honestly, once you get into a good rhythm at ZMI, it's not bad. But I don't think ZMI is worth it until like the 60s. IMO. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know what the exact metas are, but I didn't really enjoy it till I was like maybe 65 runecrafting at that point. And I had effectively lamped my way to 65. <laughs> so like, you know, guard or temple of the eye sets you up for it. It opens up a productive, fun, successful training method within the early game within mm-hmm. the mid game, because mm-hmm. realistically, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't done it already, you're probably not have just started your account. Like there are a couple of you who are coming back to runescape for the first time, which is amazing to hear, but likely you have middle of the line stats. Maybe you have 40 rune crafting. I I'm not kidding you when I say this is a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like I cannot stress enough how important Guardians of the Rift is for training to your diaries. That's why Temple of the Eye made it to the number 10 spot. Right. Yeah, you, I mean, if you look at the all of the different cities, I mean, um, a lot of them have runecrafting, and not just in the Elite and Hard. Like, there's runecrafting steps all throughout uh, each each diary. So if you're... Mm-hmm. If you're... 
you didn't hear that because of the noise gate. But that plane was like right over the house. Yikes. <sighs> like I looked for my green box to show up. Mm-hmm. It didn't, but um I'll go back to my thought. There are rune there's like rune crafting like steps in almost every diary all throughout. If you're looking to complete goals on your account and the diaries are up in those goals, you know, rune crafting is going to be something you have to do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It's a necessary evil. And once again, there is a light at the end of this tunnel. Yes. With yes. blood runes. The light at the end of the tunnel is blood <laughs> runes. I swear to God, I don't care how... If you think Guardians of the Rift is the most boring activity in the game, stomach it until 77, and you are opened up to a world of bliss with blood runes. Imagine being able to train rune crafting while doing literally anything else. Mm-hmm. You can train rune crafting while in the shower. You can train rune crafting while... I was going to say driving to work, but that's not safe. Don't do that. I'll come kick your ass if you do that. You could train runecrafting while fighting a tiger over a, a, a ribeye steak. You could train runecrafting literally anywhere. Blood runes are that good and that AFK. <laughs> Once you get to 77, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And that tunnel starts at Temple of the Eye with yep, Guardians yep. of the Rift. What's number nine, Michael? So this is one that you guys may not have be expecting, but um, we we put roving elves as number nine on this list. So the the big rewards from this quest is the ability to to get crystal armor and weapons, which is a big thing in this game. So like, and it's a it's a huge prerequisite to a lot of other things. So there's a lot of other quests you have to do to complete roving elves. Um, there's one that we mentioned earlier, and that's Underground Pass, but the order goes Plague City, Biohazard, Underground Pass, then Regicide, and then finally you can do Roving Elves. And once you complete that, you'll have access to the Crystal Shield and Crystal Bow. Um, alternatively, you can, or, or with that, you can also complete the Western Provinces Hard Diary and get the Crystal Halberd. Uh, but we'll likely save talking about diaries and stuff for another episode. So right now I want to focus on the Crystal Shield and the Crystal Bow. Crystal Shield, if you didn't know, has some of the highest range defense bonus in the game uh, for a free shield. So there's a ton of different places where taking a Crystal Shield, even in the end game, is somewhat viable. I mean, there's people no, who take the Crystal Shield. not somewhat viable. It is very viable. In case you are unaware of the 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 legitimacy of the crystal shield i'm unironically taking one into the inferno with that's me. what i was like, about to say like crystal shield you take it into the inferno crystal shield slaps yeah um and then the crystal bow is just an all-around great weapon due to the fact that you can you it just takes charges and so it's kind of like a mini you know a mini bofa in that sense um if you're struggling to complete maybe your first fight caves give the crystal bow a try uh, in places where maybe you, you want to have prayer bonus through a blessing, take the crystal bow. Um, but with all of that, we're talking about how this is going to help your account. There's just a ton of things along the way that you're unlocking. Um, one of them being the money snake itself, Zolra. 
uh, along the way, you're going to complete Regicide. And that's going to allow you to at least attempt Zolra. Um, whether or not it's going to be viable for you in the mid game, I don't know. But that could be a, once you get it, that could be an effective moneymaker um, along the way. So Oxy can speak more to that because I suck at Zolra. <laughs> One of the reasons we didn't put Regicide on the list over Roving Elves is because once you get to the point where you can do Regicide, it, it's not it's not fun to kill Zalra right out of Regicide. Right. You don't need that high combat stats. You don't you fight a Tyrus guard that you can save spot <laughs> in in Regicide. I think you're you're recommended to have level 60 combat to complete Regicide. Going from Regicide to Zalra is not the same. It's a dramatic jump. So while it mm -hmm. unlocks Zalra, sure, it's not good to do it then. Roving Elves, you're a little bit more established in your account. You literally get combat XP for completing uh, Roving Elves, and you get a weapon that is not terrible at Zalra. Is it great? No. But the Crystal Bow alongside a Rune Crossbow, probably your two best options for killing Zalra at that point in time if you cannot afford or do not own a Toxic Blowpipe. I, I think I picked the Crystal Bow because the Crystal Bow was the diary step. You can buy both. Um, I know you can buy both. I believe it costs 500k to get the other one. Um... 700k something like that mm -hmm. so if you buy one if you get one for free you can buy the other for a certain amount of money i'm not i think it's like 500k to get the other one but you can get both 750k morty said in the recording booth chat yeah i knew it was something along those lines so it's a little steep for like an early mid game ish account but you'll get there eventually um certainly it is a Personally, I think it's a, it's a good quest to complete, and it's a good number nine spot because the weapons, <laughs> the weapon and the shield are, are very nice. Trust me, it's no Bofa, but it's budget. It's a budget. If you would, if you don't have any money, <laughs> budget is the best. <laughs> the cool thing about the crystal um, armor and weapons is it is kind of pricey to get them, and it can be pricey along the way to recharge them, but that price goes down. Every time you recharge it with the Lady in the Elflands, it's going to go down till eventually mm -hmm. it's just going to cost a flat 150k to recharge mm -hmm. it. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like the content that you're doing with those items, uh, maybe you'll make that money back by the time you have to recharge it. I could see mm -hmm. you easily making 750k at Zolra. It's not that hard. Um, by the time you'd have to recharge it. Maybe you'll even make more. I mean, Zora mm -hmm. can be one or two mil an hour without big drops. So it's viable. It's definitely viable. What is I got I got to level with you. I got to I got to deflate some egos a little bit. You're not going to get one to two mil an hour with a crystal bow. Uh, at, at mid game stats at Zolra, you know, unless you're really good at Zolra, like I could probably do pretty well at Zalra with a crystal bow on a mid-game account. I also have like a thousand kills on my main account, so like I know Zalra. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it for the first time, not going to be the same experience. That said, um, one of the reasons the crystal bow is as good as the rune crossbow is because of the attack speed. 
-hmm. Granted, bolt damage is important for the rune crossbow. This isn't us suggesting one is better than the other, but as far as like viability, you know, the not having to spend any money on the crystal bow for a long time. I mean, like a long time. <clears throat> and then having it be a four tick weapon, I think, because I think the RCB is five or six. And I want to say the crystal bow is a four tick weapon. So it attacks a little bit quicker. It's a little bit more comfortable in that sense. So that's another benefit of the, uh, of the crystal bow, just to, just to clear the air that we're not sort of shitting on the RCB here, you know? Not four tick. It's five on rapid. All right. In any case, you know, there's still a use case for it. But hey, look at that. Uh, uh, getting fact checked live, fam. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm used to Bofa. I think Bofa is four tick. So that's probably why. But in any case, quest number eight on the list. This one's an interesting one that I threw out. And Michael was uh, Michael was on board with it. Making friends with my arm. It's a little bit down the line as far as like, you know, mid game, getting into late game completion, making friends with my arm is a higher level quest. You know, I want to say it's, it's listed as like a intermediate level or a master level quest. Like it's, it's pretty thick. There's a, there's a pretty big boss fight at the end of it. There's a lot of stuff you have to do. You have to like navigate the water tunnel. You have to get to Weiss over and over again. You have to navigate that maze. The quest itself isn't too bad. You know, I, I enjoy it. I think it's another Mod Ash special. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I think it's another one right out of the troll quest line. I appreciate but, any quest that Mod Ash makes. You, um, you just like Mod Ash. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I simp for Ash. Yeah, this is this is the, as mentioned in the recording booth chat, this is the quest where you have to go through the river while they are throwing rocks. It is, yeah, it, it is. It can be a stressful, stressful quest, much like any other puzzle quest. It's not the worst puzzle quest in the game. It is no Morning's End Part 2. It is no <laughs> Underground Pass. It's 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 not that bad at the end of the day. It's no Maze and Rat Catchers. Like, you know, you, you'll get through it. You'll get through it. The rewards for this quest are, are one of the reasons we have it on the list. You know, the quality of life scape, if you will. So... For those of you looking to make money and have the patience to do herb runs, because Lord knows I don't, you do get the disease-free herb patch. And which, a convenient teleport to it. Mm -hmm, it's not, it's I, not inconvenient at all. Yeah, I'm just lazy and don't do herb runs. Um, but 100%, it is, it's free money. So if you buy expensive seeds or you get expensive seed drops from Slayer, your Snapdragons and your Raynars will literally never die. It is impossible for them to die. Right. Disease-free. You know? There's a couple other patches that are disease-free. So if you only planted the expensive ones in those places, like, you could still profit. And, hey, maybe that's the money you use for your crystal armor and crystal weapon. Mm-hmm. All back to the last quest. <laughs> People who do it love the herb patch. The trolls give disease-free herb patches. It's, it's pretty neat. I think the other one is on top of Troll Stronghold, which you mm -hmm. get access to a teleport to from using the salts. Because um, yes. once you complete the quest, you get access to a salt mine, which, funny enough, I think they're uh, T, F, and Ert are the names of the salt. And when you put them together, it's Teeth Hurt. Like, Teeth Hurt is the name of the three, the three salts together, because... Trolls are named after the first thing they try to eat. Oh, 
which is why his name is my arm which is why the big boss man's name is mother because uh, he tried to eat his mom uh That's snowflake hilarious. tried to eat a snowflake you know things like that um so teef Ert uh, or teef hurt is where the name of the salt uh where the name of the salt comes from <laughs> but uh you also get fires yes obviously you get fires fire making is a skill you get the troll fires that you can put up in Lumbridge Swamp, the Cave Horror Cave, the God Wars Dungeon area. You can build one by that patch to make it disease-free. You get one of the giant moles there as well. I think there may be one more. Let me see. I'm going to look up fire pits here. I believe there are four of them. Five of them. Yeah, so you can get them in like the most convenient areas possible. There's one that you can put in Mauritania where ghasts will never hurt your food anymore. You know, I wow. think the one at the God Wars dungeon is the best because it doesn't reduce your stats anymore. It doesn't give you that like little like stat drain every couple of ticks like it does uh, mm-hmm. God Wars dungeon. Um, being able to light up areas without having to take a light source is nice. I think you can do that for cave horrors and giant mole. Yeah, just quality of life scape. Plus, it's a fun quest. I appreciated it. I appreciated yeah. it. Word of warning, though, at the end. You are in an instanced area, uh, so once you get towards the end, um, if you're if you're, you know, going through it with a guide, they should have some sort of warning or uh, a little thing to tell you. But um, you are in an instanced area, so make sure you bring plenty of food. Maybe don't bring something you wouldn't want to lose, because if you die, it's just gone. I is that still the case with gravestones, though? It, it might not. It, it might be. I might just be paranoid um, because when I did it, you definitely lane. This air show is killing me because I don't think I don't know. You're gonna listen back to this recording. Yeah. Okay. Meow. Uh, because it definitely was a thing whenever I did the quest. And uh, I was scared. I was like, I don't want to lose my blowpipe. I don't want to lose all this. So, you know, it might not be a thing with gravestones. Back in the day, instance deaths used to be terrifying. Yeah. When I did Monkey Madness 2, I did it the week after the gravestone update. And I died at Demonic Gorillas. And I was live on stream. And I literally was like, I was like, I had to take a second because I was like shaking after I died at Demonic Gorillas, because I was explaining to my stream that, like, had we done Monkey Madness 2, like, a week prior, I would have lost everything I owned. And I mean, like, my entire wealth was, like, RMs, my Trident of the Seas, my Toxic Blowpipe. I would have lost literally everything with effectively no way to get any of that money back. Because I hadn't done DS2 yet. And there was no way I would have finished DS2 without any of that gear. So, like, <laughs> I, uh, it, it still gives me chills to think about that, like, an error in one of these quests back in the day could have absolutely screwed your account. Yeah. But it, I, don't know, I it think added with the... instance deaths now. Yeah. It, it, it certainly it added it to the risk. But it added like, to it the made, risk, yes. Yeah, it made the boss fight that much more scary. You know, like we we talk about bosses being difficult now, but like a boss where you literally just lose everything forever, like Verzik ain't got shit on a boss that can literally take my entire bank away from me. You know, like I I'm I'm glad they removed that feature. Is all yeah. is all I'm saying. I'm glad they removed that feature. 
it's appreciated definitely um so yeah making friends with my arm not what you would probably expect to be on a list like this but um as you're progressing your account the quality of life that this brings was just kind of unmatched once mm-hmm. you finish the quest and you've got all the fires and you've got that herb patch um you'll probably look back and be like wow that was i can't imagine not having this kind of stuff because like i don't know i i feel like i take it for granted a little bit whenever um we you know you're going around the game and like you haven't been to god wars in a while but you Mm -hmm. made the fire and then you forgot that it just drained a bunch of stuff or you forgot that you used to take a light source places and now you don't i I take stuff for granted in this game all the time because i've Mm -hmm. it's not it's been so long since i've done this or like i've had the level for so long that i didn't remember the requirements it took to get there. So doing mm-hmm. episodes like this, talking about this kind of stuff definitely makes me appreciate the mid game a lot more. Um, so yeah, definitely not one that you thought was going to be on here. Um, yeah. And, and it's got <laughs> some steep requirements. Don't get me wrong. 68 agility, 72 mining. Like it's got some steep requirements, but by the time you get to this quest, your account should be at a more like feasible point to be able to beat all the monsters and like actually enjoy the quest, you know? Yeah. 72 mining boostable by the way so you can get what is it 69 and just be cheering <laughs> so power mine a lot realistically higher. realistically you'll get 70 or 71 because i have a sneaking suspicion that if you you might not be able to afford a dragon pickaxe there's no shot i could have afforded a dragon pickaxe when i did this quest especially not now since they've increased in price to like six mil when oh. i did this quest i was not buying a dragon pickaxe to do it yeah i think i had to use like a God, what's the is the is the dwarven stout the mining one? I know it's smithing, but does it give mining too? I don't actually uh, remember. I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like that's one of those things you take for granted because I've had a dragon pick for so long. I don't remember what the yeah, drinks I, are I, that I, give you exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Perks of I, again, this is this is humbling for Michael and I because we've been <laughs> stuck in playing the end game very poorly for so long that we've kind of forgotten what it's like to not do it. So we're always glad to sort of take a stroll down memory lane <laughs> yes if you're not an iron man and maybe you have some friends that have a dragon pick maybe just see if you can bum one off of them and uh and mm-hmm. do the quest just for that of... one little bit because it, it sucks ass when i did that quest i remember i made it through the damn water tunnel where you like have to get to the end so you have to go through this maze where like trolls are throwing rocks at you you're swimming through the water and then when you get to the very end of that tunnel, you have to get your mining. That's where you need 72 mining to mine through like a wall. And I drank my boost too early. Oh no. <laughs> and I had 71 mining because the boost ticked down because I didn't realize how long it would take me across the stepping stones at the very end. Yeah. And I had to teleport out and go back through the water maze with the throwing trolls. Um, to bring a boost back and i waited until i was like at the front of the thing to mine it so yeah just just be patient when drinking your mining boost or using your mining <laughs> boost that's all i'm saying but yeah so what's uh number seven oxy number seven is one of my one of my personal favorite quests in the game i do like this quest quite a bit i've done it a thousand times i think this I think this quest, Cook's Assistant, and Plague City are, are like my top three I have done more times than like any other quest in the game. Mm-hmm. Ghosts Ahoy. Ghosts Ahoy is nice. Um, getting to Mauritania sucks ass. 
There's not a lot of good ways to get to Mauritania until you complete Ghosts Ahoy. Yep. The Ectophile hard carries this quest. Yes. It really does. It hard carries this quest. <laughs> Being able to teleport and getting able to getting into Port Phasmatis for free. So mm-hmm. you get free access to Port Fattyasmus. You get the Ectophile. That's an unlimited teleport up to level 20 wilderness. Um, you never have to recharge it. Your character automatically refills it when you teleport to uh, the Ectophantus, I believe is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Ectophantus outside of uh, outside of Port Phasmatis. You don't need a ghost speaking amulet to access the bank, which is nice because you'll you'll walk up to the bank and it will be like the banker understands what you're trying to do and you understand the banker and you can get to your bank without a ghost speaking amulet, which is cool. Uh, you have access to charter ships from oh, Port Phasmatis, yeah. so you can charter most places as well if you've got that money money and you want to get places. Mm-hmm. You're able to get to the Mauritania farming patch relatively quickly. The Slayer Tower and Canifus are not terribly far away. If this is your only teleport to Mauritania, this is your only way to get there, good. This is a good quest for that. It also gives prayer XP, which prayer is expensive. So... yeah. I I love doing this quest for that extra little bit of prayer XP and it's big quality of life getting to Port Phasmatis. It's not a terrible city. The bank is close to a furnace. The furnace is close to a charter ship. It's very productive for Iron Men. You know, it's a it's a hot spot for things like that, not being an Iron Man. But, you know, it uh it definitely has its benefits. Plus again, fun quest. The yeah. combat's not too bad. You have to fight a lobster, <laughs> you know. Remind me, this quest is when you, uh, like, you put on the glowing bedsheet or whatever, and you like you get the bedsheet, you get to sign the, yep, you get to <laughs> sign the petitions. Yep, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Like it's, I, it's just nice and stupid, you know. Yeah. It this... also having the ectophile makes um, animal magnetism really convenient because you have to go to the farm in Mauritania oh, for yeah. animal magnetism. So having that done makes animal magnetism go quicker. It's not a requirement for it. It's just a just a little once again, quality of life scape. You know what I mean? Yeah. On my Iron Man, I opted to do this quest for uh for prayer. So I, I don't you don't need to have Ghost of Hydan to use the Ectofunctus, right? I just makes don't it more convenient. Believe, I, yeah, I don't believe so, but like okay. getting to the Ectofontis without without it completing it <laughs> sucks you have to basically walk there from Varak. is like one of the or charter there from like god what's a close teleport at that at that level i mean if you could teleport to ardoyan or like use an ardoyan teleport tab you could probably charter there from going to the brimhaven dock from arty so like you teleport to ardoyan you take the dock with you take the boat with barnaby to brimhaven you charter to port phasmatis but what I'm not sure of is if you can get to Port Phasmatis without doing the quest. That's what I was going to say. Because that's, that's my theory is that you need to have Ghost of Hoi done because you need to pay Ecto tokens to get into the city. Yeah, so, to pass the barrier. So I'm not sure. I don't sure think you can you charter, can charter there. there. I'm not sure. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're genuinely not sure because I know some places like Prith and Port Tyrus, you actually have to like complete those relative those mm-hmm. relevant quests in order to use the charter ships to get there um 
not sure if Port Phasmatis is the exact same way. So if anyone has the answer to that, <clears throat> please go ahead and let us know. Yeah, so like the prayer training is is great. I did that to get 43. It's a bit slow, arguably. I mean, you, you take your bones from the bank, go to the grinder, you put them in the pots, you got to get slime, and then you can sacrifice them. But you get a pretty hefty uh, bonus without having to go to the wildy well, when, without having to use someone else's house. Like as an Iron Man, that was huge. Now, I probably could have just gone to the wilderness and taken a couple bones at a time, but I was pretty scared of that and didn't want to risk it. Because uh, those bones, I kid you not, took hours to acquire on a low-level Iron Man, killing blue dragons with Fire Strike. So, not in a not in a great position to want to lose those. Um, on a main account, you probably just bought them anyway because it's like a couple hundred k worth of dragon bones to get to forty three. But on an Iron Man, it's a, a lot different. Uh, and so, having the Ectophile just makes that more convenient. You get the prayer XP from doing the quest. So might as well get it done anyway. And then that running back and forth from the bank is just a lot easier because you get into the city for free and you don't need your ghost speak amulet. Um, the big yeah, one, you though, don't need your ghost speak amulet to cross the border or to access yeah. the bank. You need to talk to everybody else, though. Right. Um, the big one, though, is the farming patch. We've already talked about farming as being like a money maker, And I think people sleep on it, really. Like once you get a decent farming level, and by decent, I mean in the 30s, to grow Raynar, that initial investment is is pretty big, but the return on investment when you're growing Raynars is huge. Uh, I, I I honestly think that that could carry a lot of people to their first green cash deck if you haven't done that already. And having those quick teleports to do your farm runs, it's it's huge. Like even as a main account with 99 farming, I still will sometimes get the itch to go and have like a consistent farm run going all nine patches making money on every patch as a main with 300 mil cash. So it's very viable. I would say too, and this is going to tie in with one that we're talking about later. Um, the ectophile can be a budget quest cape to get to a fairy ring. If you don't have any other way, like say you haven't done the, the already easy, you don't really care about diaries. You don't have that cape. Um, it's pretty close to a fairy ring. Uh, so it's a way that you can get around the game um, with the fairy rings, uh, the fairy ring system. So kind of a like an alternative to all of that. Uh, other other places in Mauritania are very accessible, like Oxy said. One that we'll talk about a little bit later too. Um, the ex- uh, actually, I'm going to save that one. We'll save that one because it's in my honorable honorable mentions list. I'll I'll save it. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> The quality of life of effectively unlocking another region of the map in an easier way. Obviously, Ghost of Hoya is not a requirement to get to Mauritania, but holy shit, it makes it much easier to access. Mm-hmm. So doing anything in that Marik quest line after doing Ghost of Hoya just got a little bit easier. Yeah. And it's a one-click anything... teleport for a lot of things. So if you're worried about dying in any situation, just... Nick- one tap the ectophile get out of there yeah. a lot of people use a seed pod later in the game but the ectophile is for a lot of people their emergency one click teleport um if you're below 20 wilderness yeah well michael you've got number six i do believe i do and number six it could be higher on the list of importance 
but I think it got it got where it is now because of other quests that came out recently that we've already talked about. But Tears of Guthix is midway on our list for a reason because it's basically free XP. That's why everybody does it. Um, the, the whole idea of the quest is once you completed it, the you can go there once a week and collect the tears that are flowing. I think it's just water. Um, you collect the tears and then you turn it into the snake and she grants you XP in your lowest skill. So the requirements for this quest are uh, 43 quest points to start, 49 fire making, 20 crafting, and 20 mining. So all of that is boostable besides the actual quest points. But once you get pretty pretty you know situated in in your in your account 43 quest points is not that hard i think you do all the free-to-play quests plus a couple more and you're cheering so yeah the big thing about this though is the ability to do tears of gothics every week so i i did mention another quest coming out that kind of made this a little bit less of a thing with the temple of the eye with the new rune todd but a lot of people and i mean a lot of people like only train runecrafting via Tears of Guthics. It is it's a me. huge I'm thing. bitches. Honest <laughs> to God. It's me. I'm bitches. Um this this is also very helpful for like just training shitty skills that you don't mm-hmm. want to train. Like Hunter before you get chins sucks without birdhouses. Birdhouses kind of change that game a little bit. Birdhouses are nice, but this helps make that go a little bit quicker agility nope thieving nope uh what are other terrible <laughs> mining nope tears of guthics just gives you that little bit of push towards yep. that level yep and if you're like me and you've used uh random event lamps and tears of guthics and diary lamps and museum lamps to push your shitty skills up in the mid game tears of guthics is is helpful for that it's very nice and the more quests you do the more tears you get i think it's something like God, I don't remember the last time I did it, but I think I want to say I got like maybe shit. I should go do it right now, as a matter of fact, and just like see because I haven't done Tears of Guthix in a hot minute. I should go do it right now and see how much I get. I want to say I get like twelve or fourteen thousand Hunter XP at this point when I do it. But you know, I'm looking up how the actual rewards work. So the reward for doing it is ten experience per tier if their lowest is one, and twenty six per tier. If their lowest is 20, capping at 60 uh, experience per tier at level 30. So uh, essentially, if you're above level 30, you're getting 60 XP in your lowest skill uh, per tier that you collect. So it doesn't amount to a lot, but at the same time, it really does. I mean, I heard statistically, somebody did the math for me. They're like... If you had just done Tears of Guthics for the last two years, because a spoiler alert, I've not done Tears of Guthics for years. I it's not something that I regularly do, and it hasn't been for a long time. So like if you had kept on doing it, you would have a couple million XP in your lowest skill, which at the point I think was it was runecrafting. I'm like, yeah, but like I would have to do it every I don't know. I just don't like I don't do any of the weekly stuff in the game. Like anything that resets, I don't really do it. You can go and collect all your diary stuff every day. There's stuff that resets weekly, but I don't do it. But if you are that person who just hates runecrafting 
and you don't really care to do um, the the new the new RuneCrafting mini game, this is still a viable option. It takes a couple minutes. Do it once a week. Get like 10k XP on average. I think for most people, it's like 10 maybe. Seven to ten k, yeah, seven or eight probably, yeah. yeah. For like middle middle of the row skills. Also, the more quest points you have, the more you get too. So it's yeah. more motivation to do quests. Yeah, and there also is a uh, if you've done the Lumbridge Hard Diary, you get ten percent exp- you get ten percent bonus XP. So mm-hmm. it just adds to the whole the whole thing. Now the funny thing is, I think you need Runecrafting to do the Lumbridge Hard Diary. Uh, or it might be the Lumberge Elite. Let me look. You need it for the Lumberge Elite. You need Bones to Peaches for the Hard Diary. Okay, so <laughs> Bones to Peaches is the is the kind of like you pay me <laughs> reward or the step for the Hard Diary there. But yeah, it's mad unfortunate. So I, I mean, I'm, I remember doing Bones to Peaches. It didn't take that long, but I mean, Runelight makes that such an easy grind now you talk about like doing stuff before it was easy doing anything in the mage training arena sucked before rune light i think now there's like quality of life plugins that just make it so easy to to like non to just afk that stuff Mm -hmm. but um yeah unfortunately it's it still sucks while you're doing it it's not it's not any better but (laughs) just be a dc or throw a movie on you'll be i think you'll be fine we're we're at the middle of the road here. We are. Quest number five. What do we got? Yes. So this is a two-parter. I know this is two separate quests, but the idea is the same. Um, fairy tale part one and part two. Big reason being is you have access to the fairy ring network. This is one of the first major quests that I did on my Iron Man and on the group Iron Man. Just because early game teleportation is Sucks. essential. It's essential, though. Walkman mode sucks. Yes. It's like early game walking around sucks. So that's why early game teleportation and just getting around the game is essential. So you have like your already easy diary, which takes all of maybe an hour <laughs> to do. And then you have your fairy tale part one and you start fairy, fairy tale part two. Easy game, dude. You're having a drama staff in your inventory everywhere you go. Because if you really think about it, most areas in the game are accessible by a fairy ring. Um, you can get to get to the Grand Exchange. You can get to Edgeville. Um, so you can get to Edgeville. You can get over to Morantania. You can get over to the Western Provinces. There's one by Castle Wars. It's just like there's they're all over. Uh, Runelight makes it really easy. Once you've been somewhere, um, you can just type in where you want to go and it'll pull up the fairy ring code for you or if you're not sure what the fairy ring code is without going to the wiki if you open up the map and you're using runelight you can actually see what the code is on the map itself um i don't know if a lot of you knew that i didn't know that for the longest time but uh if you're struggling to find like hey what's the code for the one in shazian open the map go to shazian find where you think the uh the fairy ring is hover over it and it'll give you the code for it so on runelight the the arrows, like the teleport icons, are actually highlighted with a different color. So they're blue. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you'll Thick. be able to know which one is a fairy ring and which one is just a normal teleport spot. Fairy tale part two, I gotta say, has some pretty steep requirements to actually complete. Notably, yes. 57 herb lore can get a little pricey. 49 farming can take a long time. If you're me who hated farming for a very long time, it can take seemingly forever. But yeah. 
If you keep up with your farm runs from the other quests we've been telling you about, Fairy Tale Part 2 is pretty completable. Now, mm -hmm. the biggest reward from Fairy Tale Part 2 comes at the very beginning of Fairy Tale Part 2. Yes. With access to, you have to talk to like two people to get mm -hmm. <coughs> Fairy Rings unlocked. That's the most important piece of Fairy Tale Part 2. You get an experience lamp, you get some various XP, you get to Fairy Fix It's Enchantment Shop, which basically just allows you to put a fairy ring in your house, but that's a little bit a ways away because getting to the point where you can put a fairy ring in your house is going to cost you a lot of money. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of achievement diaries associated with Fairy Tale Part 2, notably accessing fairy rings. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> fairy Tale Part 1 gives A, 3,500 farming XP, which at a lower farming level, is pretty nice and convenient. You only need, um, oh, no farming levels to start. You can start this at level one. The reason they recommend a higher farming level, I believe, is when you kill the Tangle Root um, in Fairy Tale Part Run 1, it is damaged based on your farming level. So the higher farming level you have, the more damage you'll do to this end game, this boss at the end of the quest. It's not an end game boss. I promise you it's not an end game boss. Tangle Root's very killable. Um... <laughs> It hits like a but, truck, uh, though, on an early game Iron Man where you don't have overhead prayers. Get, I was going to say, get protection prayers, baby. I think yeah. I pray I pray flicked against it. I was flicking pray melee the entire time, and I'm like, I kind of hate this, that I have to do this against against the tangle root. But whatever. I flinched it. I straight you up flinched, flinched it. it. Uh, I, I flicked it, you sucked. flinched it. Yeah, that it's not, not a good time on a low-level account, but, you know, you get some decent rewards for doing Fairy Tale Part 1. And then, honest to God... As soon as you finish Fairy Tale Part One, start Fairy Tale Part Two and just get the fairy rings unlocked. Mm -hmm. It's just dialogue options. There's you don't no skill requirements to start the quest. Nothing. Yep. Easy. And you already uh, have Draman staves from doing Lost City. Which, when you do Lost City, you should get multiple Draman branches because you'll need them for other quests. And you never know when you're going to need more than one Draman Staff, because if you die with a Draman Staff in a PVM scenario, it doesn't stay with you. It goes to your gravestone. So if you die somewhere, like let's say Abyssal Sire, and you need a Draman Staff, you have to use a Fairy Ring to get back there. Mm -hmm. So you have to take another Draman Staff. It's a pain in the ass, is I, what I'm trying to say. Just get like a whole inventory, cut maybe six of them, and then leave the rest branches. Um we did get a never know. We did get an on the spot correction. Thank you, Morty, in the recording booth chat. It's Tangle Foot, not Tangle Root. So I think Tangle Root is the pet. Tangle Foot is the boss. I don't know that you that mattered Tangle a ton. Root. You kill Tangle Root. Well, he said it was Tangle, Tangle Foot. No, I know. I'm looking at the wiki. He's correct. You kill Tangle Root. Man's out here gunning for a position of technical producer. <laughs> you kill Tangle. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's Tangle Foot. It's one of those like, <laughs> mm, okay, yeah. In any case, you kill a boss made of roots. It's not that hard to kill unless you're like Michael and I who are like, I hate it here. I want to do it super quickly. Um, <laughs> you're using like Inferno tactics on a f***ing, you know, fairy tale part one boss. Pray and trying not to die. Thing. It can hit pretty hard. So like if you're trying to go up there with 10 HP, don't. Please don't. Just... I did it. I, we did it as hardcore as I'm pretty sure. So we, we were fine. Yeah. We were fine. And I did but... it at one farming. Not also not advice. <laughs> Please don't get just one farm. Like go and but do it, it's so at nice least twenty to like farming. Level it up though. It's yeah. so nice to get those easy levels from farming. It's it is. so nice. You're doing it. You're probably doing it because you want farming XP, and that's that's, that's 100 trade off. Why I did it. Yeah. 
and again, there's no we... greater reward from this quest line than fairy rings. Fairy tale part two is the most uneventful, unrewarding quest in a quest line that's supposed to be like at the moment a finale of a quest. Mm-hmm. Reward wise, fairy tale part two doesn't give you shit. But the fact that it gives you access to the fairy ring network at the start of the quest is why it's is huge. Honestly, huge oversight. Whoever developed that quest, huge oversight. I, I feel like fairy ring should have been at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. It should not have been at the beginning. I'm glad it's at the beginning because you get such a great teleportation method so early. But it's almost like it's almost like if you can complete fairy tale part one, they might as well have just given you that reward access after the yeah. first. Honest to God, like there could have been a way they'd do it where like you have to hold a special item while using fairy rings because the fairies don't trust you enough yet. And then oh. once you complete it, you like, all right, cool. You can use fairy rings without having to carry this item around except yeah. the drama and staff now. Sure. Um, they could have done something like that, but they opted not to. I think I started fairy tale part two one day on stream while I was like fat in the mid game. Like mm-hmm. I was not doing anything. I did not complete fairy tale part two for probably a year and a half after that. On a main account. So, like, wh- who gives a shit? It's one of those, like, you already have the best reward from the quest. Wow. Who gives a shit about, yeah. you, about actually doing the quest, sure. right? Sure, sure, sure. Fairytale Part 2 is big. Start. Yeah. Don't You don't even have to. I'll give you this. If you're listening to this show and you think, man, I can't stand these two are talking about quests. I hate quests. Don't even do Fairytale Part 2. Just start it. Leave it yellow in your quest log. Leave Fuck it em. yellow. Don't you know, Leave it yellow in your quest log. They'll be all right. This one, um, the fairy tale part one, we kind of, I don't know if we were going to skip over this, but we, we kind of breezed over the actual reward from fairy tale part one. And that is you get the magic secateurs, the magic Um, secateurs. We did forget about those. And those are, I mean, those are pretty pivotal to what we've been saying this whole time. It's like, if you want to do farm runs effectively with herbs, get the magic secateurs because those puppies are going to make your herb runs more profitable. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the exact, like what exactly you get word for word, but they're going to give you more herbs, um, a chance for more herbs. It's 10% boosted farming yield. So 10% of 10 herbs is one herb. It's 200k herbs. Um, no, it's, uh, <laughs> so you can get an extra herb or two. You can get a couple extra pieces of produce from allotment patches which is great when you get to snape grass yeah you get little it's just a tiny little boost that gives you a little bit of extra money or a little bit of extra supplies magic secateurs are a very nice untradeable upgrade and you can store them with the leprechauns so you don't even need to like to use bank space for them because like i hate keeping farming supplies in my bank i keep all that shit with the leprechaun unlike michael who doesn't trust him that's a mad throwback right there. <laughs> yeah, um, holy cow. That's a callback to like 50 episodes ago. <laughs> um, that's yeah. funny. It, Fairy Tale is that's a good great. series, although the, the sequel is not at all worth completing, just worth starting. Michael, what is number four on this list? Number four is Slug Menace. So this is another one of those quests that have a ton of other quests as a prerequisite. So you're going to see a lot of like a lot of content before you actually get to slug menace but the huge reward at the end of this quest is um the ability to purchase proselyte armor um proselyte 
in my opinion, can carry you till way after you max, like way into the end game, as far as just having a convenient way to get prayer bonus while doing mm-hmm. Slayer. Like you'll see maxed mains, maxed Iron Man, anybody, Infernal Max Capers using Proselyte. Maybe not Infernal Max Capers. But <laughs> yes, Infernal Max Capers will use Proselyte on Slayer Task. <laughs> it gets, so Proselyte is the best in slot prayer gear in the game with giving, I believe, like a plus 15 for the top and the legs. People don't usually use the helmet because you have the Slayer Helm or mm-hmm. just a, a Serp Helm or a, a Face Guard, something like that. It only gives about adamant tier defensive stats, so it's not the most like tankiest armor in the world. Yeah, but the prayer bonus makes it so defense doesn't matter because you're just praying against all the damage, so like you're not gonna get hit. I also take proselyte to some bossing encounters. Like it's not unheard of to take proselyte to like KBD, for example, for really long trips. Um, I can take proselyte to. I'm looking at all these other bosses here. Take proselyte to wilderness things. When you start getting into wilderness bosses, Vedion, Callisto, proselyte. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because proselyte's cheap. Yep. Proselyte only free. like yeah. It says buying the upgraded armor in separate pieces costs more than the set. So basically, you can get the full set for like twenty five k. Yeah, twenty five k for all three pieces, mm-hmm. and you can just keep buying armor sets. Like it's not a one time thing. Like you can. Buy, I think I have like five sets of uh, proselyte chests and proselyte legs in my bank because again, wilderness do make things expendable. Um, <laughs> but like. It's just, it's good. It's incredibly useful gear. I don't know how else to, I don't know how else to slice it other than Prozolite prayer gear is the best prayer in the game. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Unless I'm mistaken and like third age Druidic is the best. But like, if you're in the market for third age Druidic, why the f*** are you listening to this episode? You're in the <laughs> Like, are you listening to like, this episode for sure i'm glad you're here oh, I lo- I'm, lo- I'm happy that you're here but something tells me you're a little bit past that point in your account um <laughs> I, I honest to god i want to say proselyte armor is the best with a greater prayer bonus than initiate i could be mistaken it could be something like you know crystal maybe but like you're not in the market for crystal at that point right well i think the the whole idea here is like it's something that's not going to degrade and it's completely free essentially after you do the quest um Mm -hmm. and it's also like untradeable so there's just a lot of factors that make this super convenient for what you actually get that prayer bonus is huge um it just allows you to and if you guys don't know what prayer bonus um it essentially allows your prayers to last longer than they would without prayer bonus Mm -hmm. so i forget what the exact ratio is but after a certain number of prayer points uh, after a certain number of prayer bonus, those prayer points uh, tick down slower. So the higher the mm-hmm. prayer bonus, the longer you can stay. I think, what was my prayer bonus? It was like 31 or 40. I was doing Volcanic Mine. And at a certain prayer bonus, I had like a ton of prayer gear. Um, at a certain prayer bonus, my Protect from Range lasted 10 minutes. From one from ninety nine all the way down to one. At ninety nine prayer, protect from range for ten whole minutes. So like having that having that gear can make training slayer way more AFK. Because again, you're using using less prayer bo- prayer pots and you're having to um actually remember to to use those prayer pots less. 
Mm -hmm. We talked about requirements. So some of the big quests that you need to do are Wanted and Sea Slug. I'd say some of there. I mean, Sea Slug ain't a big requirement, dog. <laughs> yeah, you no. start. You do Sea Slug <laughs> with like ten fishing. What? I say that, but like just to do Wanted, you have to do Recruitment Tribe and the Lost Tribe, Enter the Abyss, Priest in Peril, and just to do those, the list gets even longer. So like. Wanted is probably the biggest quest that you have to do before you do Slug Menace. Uh, so you're going to be training your account pretty pretty heavily there for those quests. But again... Yeah. And outside of the realm of Proselyte, let's look at some of the requirements to complete Wanted, right? Mm -hmm. You have to do Recruitment Drive, which gives you access to the Falador respawn point. You have to do the Lost Tribe, which starts the Dorgashan quest line, quest line. And depending on what your stats are and what your account build is... Bone crossbow, very nice, obviously. Very true. Enter the abyss, like we talked about earlier, which at this point needs no introduction after the um, after the rise of uh, Temple of the Eye, of <laughs> one of our more, more more favorite newer quests, right? Priest in Peril, access to the entirety of Mauritania, Sea Slug, hella early game fishing levels, like Druidic Ritual, which is a prereq for like basically everything unlocks herb lore. I feel like we don't need to explain why that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting the requirements to do wanted cleans up a lot of early game stuff. It does. It's just it done. Really it's out of the way. <laughs> also, doing some of this early game stuff also gives you access to diaries. Like, nice. it doesn't give you access to them. It gives you access to complete them. You know, like I think Sea Slug has a diary associated with it. Priest in Peril has the entire Mauritania diary associated with it. Uh, Recruitment Drive and Lost Tribe, I think, might have something to do with diaries. So being able to complete Slug Menace, by the time you're ready to start it, you have a lot of early game stuff just like flat out of the way. You're looking good when you start the quest. When you finish the quest and you unlock the more you know, the best in slot prayer gear, because I did look it up. Uh, Prozolite is tied with third age druidic. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> the notable thing about that is the price difference with Prozolite. The Prozolite Hauberk um, is 12,400 gold. The third age druidic robe top is 1.8 billion GP. <laughs> I think you, so... that was a massive understatement, but continue. <laughs> What what do, you, what do you say? There's the just a little bit of a price difference. difference. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit of a price difference there. Um, yeah, and you get it's. We could we could continue to delve into why it's important. It's big. Yeah, do this quest. It's huge. I I think it's time to move on to the number three. What do you Go think? Go for it. Go for it. The number three on this ever increasingly spicy list. We're getting into some of the big ones. In the same vein of prayer, why number three is important, we have King's Ransom. If you've not done King's Ransom, what the hell do King's Ransom? King's Ransom gives you 33,000 defense XP, and it Huge. gives you access to the Knight's Wave training grounds, which I'm pretty certain gives some fat combat XP as well. Let me see here. At the very end, you get 20k attack, strength, defense, and HP when you complete Knight's Wave. That's hella combat XP, but that's not why people give a shit about this quest. Once you complete this quest and you complete the Night Waves training grounds, I think it's called, that's a lot of words for me to say <laughs> properly. You get access to chivalry and piety, 
Huge. Huge. Piety, why it's why why is this so important? Piety increases your defense by 25%, your attack by 20%, and your strength by 23%. So that means you're harder to hit, you're more accurate, and you have a higher max hit when praying this prayer. You use it everywhere. I don't I it <laughs> it's it's the best melee prayer in the game. What's the You'll level use requirement? It everywhere. Like 70, right? 70. It's a bit of a steep requirement to get there, but it's also a good goal to set. You know? Yeah. Steep and for it's... a mid-game account equals equals a good goal. Steep for any account I don't know. equals a good long-term goal to obtain. The Inferno is a steep thing for most end-game accounts, but it's a good goal. I feel right? like it 70 could be prayer. essentially free if you're doing a couple dragons tasks and you bank all the bones. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that, hell, that's what I did. Yeah. Worms are one of my favorite Slayer tasks. They were back in the day because I'd kill like 15, 20 worms, bank all those bones, and go right back to it. Worm mm-hmm. tasks would take me like six hours, but <laughs> insult heads bank are not all the bones. Insult heads are not bad either. So, yep. in, 70 insult heads it, are it's, nice. It's nearly a million it's XP. Doable. It's doable, but um, at 64, correct me if I'm wrong, but 64 is chivalry. So I've no, never 60 is chivalry. Chivalry. Okay, 60. Chivalry is 60. Chivalry gives 8 20% defense, 15% attack, and 18% strength. So chivalry in a lot of cases will also give you a max hit at a lower level. Never um once use chivalry, but no, it's never there once if you're not never once. prayer. <laughs> you know, and it's it's nice because unlike rigor and augury that either have the prerequisite of an, a not guaranteed unlock if you're an iron man or just a, a fat chunk out of your cash stack if you're a main account. Piety is free and guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You will use piety at King Black Dragon. Everywhere. You will use piety at Giant Mole. You will use piety at Ulm. You will use piety in every single room of Theater of Blood. You will mm-hmm. use piety at Nightmare. You'll use piety at Dagonoth Kings, Calfight Queen, God Wars Dungeon, Gauntlet. And it's free. In addition to the hella combat XP you get from this this quest here, in line with what we talked about earlier with having to complete things, the the prereqs to get to King's Ransom. 65 defense is probably the, the biggest one, right? 65 defense, you'll get there in time, right? But it's not something you can immediately do. Now... There's other things you have to do. Black Knight's Fortress, Holy Grail is part of the same quest line. Murder Mystery, Shiloh Village is not too big. The one that sticks out to everyone is one small favor. Ooh. This is we're the gonna reason get why people list. do one small favor. <laughs> yeah. So if you need motivation to do one small favor, like I did, it's because piety is busted. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, it's one of those things where, like, if you have 700 Tob KC, no shit, piety is part of your repertoire, right? You don't, if you're like me, you don't under, you don't really, like Michael said, you take for granted the upgrade because you've had it for two years. You don't care. Yeah. You know, but unlocking it on an account for the first time changes the way you will do melee combat. I don't necessarily recommend it for most Slayer tasks because it, it just burns through supplies. I yeah. use Piety when I go to Wyvern tasks. That's about it. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, I mean, skeletal wyverns and ancient wyverns are pretty much only ones they use piety for. It can make doing other content quicker. Like if you're able to like prayer flick effectively and make some quest bossing easier, um, you can speed up tasks that way. I, I know that mm-hmm. people will set their quick prayers to like, like protect from melee and piety, and then they'll just I'll flick the little um, quick prayers orb. That's an option, but yeah, it's not yeah. needed a lot for just general slayer slayer bossing hell yeah you're gonna use it all the time use it all the time yeah. and piety chivalry and piety are the first two prayers that combine the other three so for a majority of your account you've had uh let me see let, let me get the names right you had the skin prayer the strength prayer and the thought prayer right you've had the the cross or the body the the, the flexing muscle and the brain mm-hmm. those have been your offensive prayers Piety and Chivalry combine all those three, so you only need to have one prayer active at a time. It drains more prayer points than those three, obviously, but it's less to manage. It just makes it a little bit easier. It also means that if you do want to start practicing prayer flicking, what you can do with Chivalry and Piety, you can do this with every prayer, but we'll use Chivalry and Piety as an example. Before you attack, kind of count in your head. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And right as you're about to attack, if you turn on piety, you'll get the bonuses of piety. When you turn it back off, you will stop draining prayer points. That's a very, like, dumbed-down guide to prayer flicking. You (laughs) practice it with a a prayer-like piety because it doesn't really have any risk associated with it. Practicing prayer flicking in Slayer is a good method of, like, getting introduced to the idea. Mm Mm-hmm. You start to practice it for real. I think God Wars Dungeon is the best place to practice it on yeah. the minions. Sw- switching your overhead prayers, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never really got into like one tick flicking or two tick flicking until I got into the Inferno. But it's yeah. nice to know how prayers work with the tick system. So practicing it with a, a prayer like Chivalry and Piety is very easy, especially with an Abyssal Whip or a Dragon Scimitar. King's Ransom, hey, just. It, it's it's a fun quest too like you get locked in a jail you get to hang out with all the knights you get to break out the king like it's it's a fun quest <laughs> you know it's a it's a you get to do a trial you get to be a judge and a juror and a, like an attorney or something like it's just you know you get a little bit of law and order it's fun it's a fun quest yeah cool so moving on to our number two slot now number um, two brace yourselves for number two if you like if if at any point you've already like called what we put in each slot like again these are all opinion based so there's not a list an actual list we're going off of we made this list so Mm -hmm. um if you called what this next one is put in the comments uh recipe for disaster is our number two slot of most important um and that being pharaoh's gloves and every other glove upgrade along the way. We won't we won't um <laughs> we won't downplay the effects of like having mithril gloves or rune gloves as certain account builds. So um Barrow's gloves, single best glove upgrade you can get for most, if not every piece of content, besides ferocious gloves. It's, I think that goes about second saying, best glove upgrade right. nowadays. With the addition of ferocious gloves, tormented bracelets, and Zarai Van braces. For Barrow's gloves have officially been dethroned as best mm. in slot for anything. However, 
they've not been dethroned as the cheapest alternative for a decent bonus for every single combat thing because ferocious are six <laughs> mil tormented is 12 mil fan braces are 600 mil you know <laughs> like stuff like that 300k so, is not a bad not a bad looking 300k price. they're like 120k oh there's some cheap booty Vero's gloves okay and about? here's a here's a little misconception some of you may have you don't actually get it from doing the barrows minigame or killing any sort of barrows boss um you I, do I get think it it f- would be funny if you tried though <laughs> It's like I've been I've done six thousand barrows chests. Where are my barrows gloves? <laughs> that would be that would be fantastic. Um a couple <laughs> notable things about Recipe for Disaster, because if you've spent literally any time with me in a VC and you have uttered the words, I don't have barrows gloves, you've probably heard me yell at you to go get your goddamn barrows gloves and stop being a lazy <laughs> piece of shit. Now, I am only that aggressive with it because Recipe for Disaster, the 100th quest released in RuneScape, not old school RuneScape, RuneScape period. One of the most enjoyable quests in the game. It's like the Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame type of quest. Everyone is there. Yeah. The requirements to finish this quest, it says it in the guide itself. It is... All members may attempt to solve this tricky predicament and be rewarded accordingly, but only the very elite of questers will be able to put an end to this problem permanently. Whoa. Now, at this point, given that there are so many more quests in the game, it's not as difficult. At the time this quest came out, I'm pretty sure there were only 175 quest points available in the game. So you had to effectively have a quest cape in order to complete this quest. Damn near back in the day. The requirements for this quest are bigger than any other requirement you have for any quest, period. Yeah. So yeah, we will explain our number one as to why, because we love RFD around here. But we did stick it at number two if you're a mid-game player. Did stick it at number two. You have to complete, in no particular order, (laughs) Legends Quest, Heroes Quest, Monkey Madness, Desert Treasure, Horror from the Deep, Shadow of the Storm, Big Chompy Bird Hunting, Nature Spirit, Gertrude's Cat, and a shitload of other quests that you have to have done. Yeah. You want to talk about a count progression by the time you get to be able to get your damn Barrows Gloves. You've got Ancients. You've got the Legends Guild unlocked, which is not that useful till you get a quest cape, but still, you know. It used to be the best in slot cape. That's saying something. It, it did. It did. Legends cape. Honest to God, Legends cape is not a bad... If you don't have a fire cape, Legends cape, sure, it's budget enough. It's <laughs> not great that it's, it's budget enough. I used um, to wear it when I was doing wilderness stuff like back in the day because it's like essentially free you just go and get another one exactly and, um, i didn't want to bring an obby cape into the wildy or my fire cape. No, you don't want to bring so, an obby cape this to before the, the arty cloak so yeah. <laughs> legend cape is a special place in my heart i take a fire cape to the wilderness at this point i don't give a shit kill me i'll go get another one yeah. um horror from the deep gives you the offhand books which are budget defenders if you don't have a defender yet you should have a defender at this point but if you don't it's nice and they serve a little bit more of an extended purpose where you can get like the book of law and the book of darkness so you can get the mage and the range bonuses um 
Horror from the Deep, that's obviously a big one. You know, there's so much. Monkey Madness, my God. Your your best in slot weapon pre-70 <laughs> attack. You know, there's lots of things that you have to do in order to complete this quest. And then once you complete this quest, in addition to Barrow's gloves, the gloves that are basically going to carry you through PVM content until you have enough money to get the, the better gloves, mm-hmm. you'll wear Barrow's gloves everywhere yeah i still wear barrows gloves a lot of places because i'm broke and can't afford um zarite van braces and they're also convenient because you don't have to have a glove switch when you go places you can just bring barrows gloves yeah you get access to hell rats and spicy stew i.e. your ticket to boosting all your skills for achievement diaries so it's once yep. you get to the point of doing hard diaries hard and elite diaries is essential. I I literally had to stew boost two days ago for Elite Diaries. It's, yup, part of RFD. Gotta get it done. You can teleport to Apatol, which is not incredibly useful nowadays because we have the rewards from Monkey Madness. Mm -hmm. You get the full access to the Culinary Romancer's Chest, which is a bank underneath Lumbridge Castle. Just a convenient spot for a bank. You can also buy food there if you're an Iron Man. Not sure how viable that is these days, but it is an option. Don't downplay the chank, the bank chest. I use that all the time. No, I'm not saying how viable <laughs> it is to purchase food as an Iron Man. Oh, yeah, like you were just going to move on. Things like that, that chest underneath Lumbridge, game changer, game changer. If you haven't, if you're like me and you're lazy and you haven't changed your spawn from Lumbridge, having I use that chest all the time, and you only have to do the first quest. Um, yeah, you only have to do sub-quest. one subquest in that whole RFD subquest line. Just one, and you get the chest. So it's mm-hmm. very easy to do, and it unlocks a, a very much quicker bank than having to run two flights of stairs upstairs mm-hmm. to, get up, to get to the top floor. Sorry, I thought you were just going to move uh, I on. I think man. someone actually, <laughs> someone actually like timed it on Reddit, and they're like, technically going upstairs is faster if you're tick perfect. If you're tick perfect, going upstairs is faster. <sighs> but again, it's one of those like, who gives a shit? I want to go downstairs to use my bank. Um, yeah, so Morty just said he still buys grapes every time he uses home teleport, and he's a he's a later end game Iron Man. So it is apparently viable for some Iron Men to use. Now, this quest is broken up into a, like a, basically twelve different sub quests. I think there is the first part of the quest where you have to basically do Cook's assistant two, where you have to get him a bunch of random shit that you bring back. You have to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is it seven or eight? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight subquests where you have to free the eight guests of Recipe for Disaster. And then you have to defeat the Culinary Romancer for the last part. So there are 10 parts of this quest that you have to do. Why this quest is so important beyond the singular item upgrade, in order to kill the Culinary Romancer, in order to fight him and go through that whole fight, which is pretty fun and comical as it is, they ba- they make all the bosses from all the prereq quests into food. Like, instead of fighting Desis from Desert Treasure, you fight Desert. Instead of fighting <laughs> Agrith Na from Shadow of the Storm, you fight Agrith Nana. He's made of bananas. That's It's good content, people. Um, t- in order to fight him, you need to have 175 quest points. If you only complete the prereqs and you only do every other quest, you only end up with 88 quest points. 
So you have to carry another 90-odd quest points. By the time you're ready to get Barrow's Gloves, you're on, like, the brink of a quest cape. You have yeah, less than yeah. 100 quest points to go. You probably sure. have... You probably got some masters and some GMs left. There's what, like 260 quest points to 80 right now? How many are there? 287 quest points right now. Okay. So you're 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 less you're about a little over 100 away. God, there's a lot of quests in this game at this point. So many. <laughs> right? But uh the point is you're there. You're pushing through. You got a lot of the big a lot of the thick requirements done in order to do recipe for disaster. Your account is in a beautiful spot. By the time you get RFD oh, done, for sure, like you get a you get a best in slot upgrade, which is awesome. Cannot be stressed enough how good Barrow's gloves are for a majority of your gameplay until you start making real money. But your account is you're on track to get the hell out of the mid game by the time you've completed Recipe for Disaster. Your skills are trained up decently high. You're in like the 50s for a lot of your skills if you only train to RFD. Mm -hmm. That's not counting any of the skills you have prerequisite for any of the other quests, right? You have 70 cooking. That could be one of your highest skills at that point. It's not too hard to obtain. And it's a big goal because there's a lot of sub-goals within it. Completing Recipe for Disaster has all the prerequisite goals. It has all the skilling goals. I remember when I had to do RFD, I bought Swordfish, and I trained to 68, and I boosted with a Chef's Delight or something like that to cook the thing <clears throat> for the final, um, for the King Awogegi step. Yeah. I did RFD in one day. I did the whole thing start to finish in one day. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it took me five hours. And zero viewers on stream. Heartbreaking. Uh, it, was, it was a good time back in... Yeah, that was like three years ago at this point. Feels like a, feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is... You're going to be where you need to be by the time you finish RFD. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? No, it's a great quest. I mean, there's a lot of people that... Like, if you only play on mobile, we have friends um, that... Leo. I say friends. We, we have a Leo in our clan... He put it off for the longest time because he only plays on mobile and questing really sucks on mobile. So it's understandable if you're putting it off. But like, like Oxy said, it takes five hours. If you can just get all of the, like the requirements done, um, actually doing the quest, it can take quite a while, but maybe if you can secure a computer for the afternoon, you'll knock it out. Mm -hmm. um, quest helper makes it very much, um, very much doable if you're on rune light. So don't put it off. This this Get shit it. is it's not the same quest with Quest Helper. It is I we're not even gonna talk about Quest Helper, but like I had to do some of this shit in leagues for with Quest Helper. Mm -hmm. It's something different. It's not yeah. oh man, it is something totally different. Yeah. Michael, I think it's time we finish off this list. What do you think? Let's do it. The big right. reveal. The number <laughs> the big reveal. The drum roll. The number one quest that we think is most important for a mid-game account is Dragon Slayer 2. Now, we'll talk about the rewards here in a minute, but the overarching theme of DS2, why it is the number one most important XP waste top 10 quest, <laughs> is because by the time you do DS2, you're on your way out. You're getting yeah. into the late game. Yeah, You have defeated a fairly difficult quest boss. Galvec is not... Galvec is not the tangle foot or the tangle root, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Galvec will shit in your cereal 
because he thinks it's fun. That boss is it gave me a very hard time. There's a beautiful clip of me on on my Twitch somewhere of me fighting all the dragons before you get to Galvec. Yeah. I'm like, I think we can at least make it through the first wave. Galvec shoots these fire bombs at you that I was not paying attention to. Yeah. And it's the most comedic timing of like, I think we'll get through the first wave. Two game ticks later, I got firebombed and I'm like, oh, mm, guess <laughs> no. not. I just died immediately. Oh, no. It took me a good four or five <laughs> attempts to kill Galvec. Oh. It took me a good two or three attempts to kill Quest Vorkath too. Once you complete Dragon Slayer 2, look back and remember the fond, shitty memories you had in the mid-game, because yeah. it's almost over. It's yeah. all You got hella skills, right? Let's talk about the prereqs before we talk about the rewards. For when Dragon you, Slayer 2... Hmm? When you said you're, you're on your way out, I actually got chills. So, like, get excited. <laughs> it, you have basically done a majority of the shit you have to do for rfd in addition to other very hard quests mm-hmm. like dream mentor not an easy quest dream mentor has has a fat boss fight in it that like i god what is it called it's like the unimaginable the inconceivable like that first big tentacle monster from oh, dream no. mentor that shit hits that is a hard boss fight to, mm-hmm. the first part of it's a hard boss fight Dream Mentor is a difficult quest, you know? You have to have completed Legends Quest. You have to have completed A Tale of Two Cats. You have to have completed, you know, Client of Karend. Not a hard quest, but there's a lot of diversity in what you have to do. Recipe for Disaster, you need maybe like mid-40s plus 70 cooking. You need 75 magic, 70 smithing, 68 mining, 60 agility, 60 thieving, and 50 construction as just some of the requirements to get this done. 62 crafting, also kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. You're on your way out the fucking door of the mid-game by the time this quest is over. Yeah. There is so much... Your account has progressed so far. I think you fight more enemies in this quest than maybe any other quest. I'm not sure. More unique, notable enemies. Mm -hmm. Sins of the Father, Song of the Elves, and Monkey Madness 2 might have more. Because Vanstrom, Seren, and those demonic gorillas... Gluff ain't that bad. The demonic gorillas, if you've never seen a demonic gorilla before, holy shit, it's not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Your first demonic sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> you fight everything in this damn quest here yeah. in in DS2. The rewards for this quest, I, I'm I, I I think this quest is so important because of what it can do pvm wise for your account michael i want you to go into more of the rewards after this but the one thing i'm the biggest and most like stoked about why i say part of the reason why you're out the door is because the door opens for the first real boss that you can kill consistently post quest vorkath is not only doable with void and a blowpipe it's exactly the same as in the quest, just hits a little bit harder and has more HP. Not only is it doable, unlike Zolra, that is completely in balance to when you get there, by the time you complete the quest and unlock Vorkath, you can kill Vorkath. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. Vorkath, while it's not the best moneymaker in the game, hands down it's the most consistent at this level. The only one I would say is a little bit more consistent is Theater of Blood and Hydra, but you're not there yet. Right. Forecast, beautiful. 
And you're going to want to kill to 100k per kill. Oh my god, it's fantastic. It's so hard. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's so hard to get a shitty drop from Vorkath. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's more difficult to get a drop that's below 40k than it is to get a drop above 200k. Yeah. Like, Vorkath is immensely important for your account and for money making. So, you want to buy Rigor? You want to buy any best in slot upgrade? Start with Vorkath. I will say, before we give you all this false confidence, it is 100k per death, and I guarantee you, you're going to spend a couple mil on deaths. So, you know, like you're going to eventually start to make money. It's eventually going to even out. Your KD is going to get, you know, you're going to have more kills than you have deaths, but be prepared to have, you know, a pretty big you, negative in the yeah. beginning. You'll get your ass kicked by mm-hmm. Warcath. Not to the extent that you will Zalra. Yeah. I, well, I'm not I saying heard... it's easy. I'm just saying yeah. it's not it's not cheap being 100k per death. It's it's not cheap. And that's the one thing I really wish. If if I could implement any PVM change right now without a poll, it would be I would make Vorkath the same way Zalra is, where the yeah. first 50, it's free. Yeah. While yeah. you're learning the boss, it's free. I think that's such a beautiful system they've implemented for Zalra that I want to see them carry over into a lot of the other kind of like mid to late game PVM. Mm-hmm. Theater of Blood, Fazani's Nightmare, f*** you, pay me. You should be better at the game at that point. You should right. you deserve to pay when you fail. Right. Having, having uh, let me see here, within the last two weeks, 12 uh, deaths at Theater of Blood. I cleared this like three weeks ago. Like this is... <laughs> you you have to pay the price for higher end content. I think Vorkath should be like Zalra though. Mm-hmm. I agree. Vorkath is so much easier to learn than Zalra. This is yeah. I, there are there are a few outliers who I've met who think the opposite. Talk to a majority of people in like the later game stage. Mm-hmm. Vorkath is a lot easier to learn. A little bit more difficult to master. Because the Wooks walk will kill you. You're dead in two ticks if you fuck up a Wooks walk. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's you're, pretty you're unforgiving if you do it's, get fireballed. <laughs> it's it's the dichotomy of easy to learn, difficult to master. Where Zalra is really hard to learn, but really easy to master. Because Zalra, once you learn it, it doesn't change. Yeah, it's true. You know, Vorkath is accessible because again, by the time you get there, you're more established. You've got money. Maybe you have a toxic blowpipe. Hopefully, you do. If you have Void and a Toxic Blowpipe, you can grind the shit out of Warcath. I say that because my first 200 kills were done with a Blowpipe, Adamant Darts, and regular Void. <laughs> it's it's doable. Yep. The Money Dragon, this is honest to God. I cannot stress this enough. That's why I want Michael to talk about the other rewards. Oh, because yeah. I will fangirl over Warcath <laughs> all day long. Melee so, Vorkath with a Dragon Hunter Lance is debatably my single favorite piece of bossing content in the game. Pretty chill. I love Melee Vorkath. I remember when Vorkath first came out. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the Dragon Hunter Lance being a thing because that came wasn't. out with Hydra. So mm-hmm. then, you know, you really were stuck doing it with a blowpipe, and that was the meta. Because even then, the Dragon Hunter crossbow was really expensive. So it's like, do you want to get, you know, 150 to 200 mil item? Maybe not. Um, so you're stuck doing it with a blowpipe. But once the Dragon Hunter Lance came out, it was more accessible. Yes, it was expensive, um, but it was more accessible than the crossbow. And, you know, having that melee method, it just kind of can't change the game. Um, so other rewards from this quest, specifically from Vorkath, you have this single bus upgrade 
to your range backpack. Ava's assembler. Um, Ava's once assembler, you get your oh. <laughs> once you get your Vorkath head, go speak to Ava and upgrade that backpack because now. What's the other beautiful thing about the Ava's assembler, Michael? It's going to what is it? I don't know. <laughs> After fifty Vorkath KC, it's guaranteed. Oh yes, yes, the head is guaranteed. It's at not 50 even an KC. RNG drop. It is a guaranteed best in slot upgrade. Beautiful, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> um. I don't know. We could go on and on and on about the the assembler. It, just know you you will never look back. Um, you're you're gonna notice a difference going from the accumulator uh, to the assembler. Huge. Like you mm-hmm. almost you almost drop no ammo. Picks up arrows like 80%. don't drop on the ground anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think it's eighty percent retention, twenty percent right? break. Nothing falls on the ground anymore. Oh yeah, I haven't picked up an arrow in a long time. And the only time I did is when I forgot my cape or forgot my my backpack. So that's huge. Uh, other than the assembler, some more notable things that you have access to is the Myths Guild, which is is a pretty cool place. I mean, there's like dragons underneath there that you can use for a slayer task if you don't want to you don't want to venture out. Um, you have that's one of my favorite spots to do chromatic dragons because a bank right above it. Oh, yeah, beautiful. the bank is pretty close. It's a free teleport to a bank. It's not the closest teleport to a bank because you have to go upstairs and around the corner a little bit. But like um, the cape is a unlimited free teleport. If you're mm-hmm. if you're cooking, they put a cooking range right next to the bank. So if you're doing that one tick Karambwan life, um, it can be pretty viable for that. You Stupid get access to XP, Addy yeah. and Rune Dragons. Now, like everything aside, if you only got access to Rune Dragons, I still think Dragon Slayer would be... Uh, I, I still think Dragon Slayer 2 would be very high on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have an alt and you can complete Dragon Slayer 2, you've just now unlocked one of the best alt methods to get money in this game. Rune Rune Dragons are still some of the best money to just consistently make on an alt and very mm-hmm. AFK. So, and even, uh, even on your main account, Rune Dragon yeah. Slayer tasks. Rune yeah. Dragon Slayer tasks aren't that bad. I will say the inconvenient part of Rune Dragon tasks is... You can't like the bones and the runite bars. You really can't grab both, but at the time you get there, don't pick up the bones. Pick up the rune bars. Yeah, they have a good drop table. Are they the most? Are they the most convenient things to kill? No. Are they like my favorite slayer task? No. You don't get to sign that many though, and they're really not too bad. And like Michael said, they're really good money. So like yeah. a rune dragon task. If you get assigned to kill seven rune dragons, always do that shit. Easy. It's free money. <laughs> so easy. It's, it's free a free real skip. estate, baby. Yeah. Like, Addy dragons kind of suck. They're not as fun. Um, they're a little bit more click intensive. You have to avoid mm-hmm. stuff and, and run around. But again, very quick. I think I got assigned like four or five at a time. So not too bad. Other than that, you know, it's just one of those end game quests. You're going to get a ton of XP from this quest. Um, what other <laughs> best in slot upgrade do you get access to, Michael? You can talk to cats without a cat speak amulet. I that, know. <laughs> you know what? I didn't think about that, but that is a good best in slot upgrade that we shouldn't sleep on. Being able to talk to cats without the amulet, that's good <laughs> shit right there. Not for any particular reason. Who doesn't want to talk to... But they say it in the song. Everybody wants to be a cat. Right? You yeah. got it. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody so. wants to be a cat. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's just I, the next the other best in slot upgrade, which was added a little bit retroactively, which is pretty cool. Uh, was you can go to the Lithrican Vault, and you can use Hydra leather on Barrow's gloves to create ferocious gloves. Oh yeah. So 
unlike the Zarite Van Braces and the Tormented Bracelet that you can buy without doing any of the requirements for them, you have to complete DS2 to get Ferocious Gloves. So you get two of the best upgrades. And I mm-hmm. don't mean like niche, like crystal or any. I mean, like you take that shit everywhere. Yeah. If you're doing melee, you take ferocious gloves. If you're doing range, you take an assembler or you can use a Vorkath head on the range cape and your range cape turns into an assembler without the strength bonus. Huge. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which never goes away. We tested it in the wilderness. Jesse and I did. You can kill, oh. yeah, like you can kill someone with a range cape in deep wilderness. They'll lose it, but the Vorkath head will never go away. So where you would normally lose an assembler, you won't ever lose the assembler bonuses on a range cape. So once you use one Vorkath head, you have access to unlimited assemblers with the range cape at 99 range. Nice. A little, little fun fact for a you. Fun fact. Yeah, you can use the Vorkath head a lot of places. Um, mm-hmm. Use it in a lot of places to get the effects of the assembler. Uh, so just if you're if you're stuck wearing a cape somewhere, maybe try and figure out if you can give somebody a Vorkath head, and they're like, "Oh, this will work." Mm-hmm. Or your assembler. I think you can just show them your assembler, like at Castle Wars, for instance. I think literally you just show the guy your assembler, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I mean, I can guess I can make the cape do that." Kind of funny dialogue. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's fun, and that's another thing that we've not really mentioned about this quest. Holy shit, it's fun. This is one of the most epic quests in the entire game. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about an Avengers moment? You get the moment. Oh, God. what What's the name of the, the big bad? Not Galvec, the guy who, like, the little hunched over Dragonkin guy. I, I don't. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't remember his name, and I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. At the very end of the quest, when he's like, he's like, you cannot do this alone, and ev- all the other characters are behind you, like, he's not alone. The wise old man's there, Bob the Cat's there, the chick from the Heroes Guild is there. Yeah. You get a, an amazing string of dialogue when you're telling King Rold about it, and he's like, we have to tell all the other leadership in, in Gilinor about this. Contact, you know, the people of Mauritania. Contact whoever. Contact King Lathis of Ardoyan. Your mm-hmm. character's like, are you sure you want to contact King Lathis about this? Because your character has done everything up to that point. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do Song of the Elves before DS2, you get a really fun interaction where your character's like, I don't know about King Lathis. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just so cool. You get to explore the entire map and do a whole bunch of like crazy cool shit. There's a lot of fun throwbacks from the first Dragon Slayer. You get to go to Elvarg's lair. And I got, I don't, I don't mean to be that person. Imbi brought it up in the recording booth chat as well. It's the most like slept on moment, I think, in the quest. One second. I can fangirl about this quest all day long, but I think it's, we've talked enough about it. Yeah. So we're going to send you guys over to a break. Does that sound good? Yeah, dude. Like this is a lot of fun. We've been talking for a long time, but definitely stick around after the break where we will get into the fun question segment. Well, we'll see you guys there. Okay. Bye. Why, hello there, adventurer. My name's Razzalo, and I've traveled all over this here continent collecting treasures that I think you, 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 We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important safety announcement. Attention. This is a message from the Gilinor Protection Agency. Do not fall asleep. 
A supernatural anomaly has escaped from its containment site in eastern Mauritania. It is incredibly hostile and will strike if given the opportunity. It has been known to attack its victims through the dreams, causing intense and violent sleepwalking that often results in the victim's death. Do not fall asleep. Over 1,200 individuals have been reported missing since the breach, and that number is estimated to increase exponentially over the coming days. Sleepwalkers have been reported in Canifus and the northern coast of Mauritania, heading towards Port Fazimatis. If you are within the immediate vicinity of the breach, please seek shelter and await further instructions. Do not fall asleep. The Gilinor Protection Agency thanks you for your cooperation. Do not fall asleep. You will now be returned to your regularly scheduled broadcast. So why don't you come on down and see for yourself? I promise you, you won't be disappointed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know I sure did. It's that part of the episode now where we thank the lovely people who support us over on Patreon of the Wise Old Man and in the KBD tier. So, kicking things off with the Wise Old Man tier, we have D Falconer, Tyler H, Duke Bradley, Without a K, Forestry, Durf Nasty, Creamed Ham, Toast, Flyin' Castiel, Hadadbod, C. Gladney, M.B. Jones, Troll, Basket, Salted Snake, Elagio, Morty, Shadow, Drum TXT, Russ, 999-999, Ice, Wallow, Jake W., Benjamin R., Bolomer, Scape Caution, Fortimus, Pooper Cheeks, and Jordy. For some reason, Patreon reorganized everything today, and it was the most recent <laughs> with the oldest instead of alphabetical order like it normally is. And it threw Michael and I off. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm used to, like, Ice, Wallow, and then MB, but I guess we have been doing it in alphabetical order. Uh, that's the only thing I can, t- I can say for sure is that it used to be in alphabetical order. But. Yeah, which like is not permanent. We could we could just change it. We could just flip it around. True. We have that power. Very true. We won't. Oh but we no. Could. <laughs> so getting into the KBD tier, we have Draven, our third favorite supporter, Ralph, P Joint, Kroll, Cookies and Milf, the Lord Jake himself, my dad, and still finishing up the back of the pack, Spartan Fire. Thank you all so much for supporting us on Patreon. You guys really help us do what we do here from a business standpoint. There, There's actually a point to that. There should be some snazzy merchandise promotional pictures coming soon. And we use some of the Patreon money to send some of that stuff to the promotional people, mm. which is a lot of fun. 
You know, you guys are going to see some great pictures of people you know from around the community. And if you have any merchandise photos, you should send them in Discord and put them on social media. Where can you find the merch, Michael? XPWaste.shop. Boom. You get all sorts of cool stuff. Like this hoodie that I've definitely been wearing for the entire episode. And that shirt that Michael actually hasn't wearing for the entire episode. We only <laughs> took a five-minute break in between segments, so I've been wearing this hoodie the entire time. But, once again, if you support the show financially at any tier in Patreon, or by buying merch, or by just being awesome, I don't know how that one works financially, we appreciate <laughs> you very much. Like yes, I said, do. the thank yous get ever increasingly more awkward as the weeks progress. So. We love you. We love you. Is, is, it, it, uh, for... is it community question time? I think it is. I think it is. I... So, last week... In the episode, I didn't even know what the question would be. So whenever I posted it, I thought of a question. So <laughs> uh, this week's question was, what was your favorite proposal from the Game Jam? Kind of relevant to the episode. So starting us off, Jacob M. said, Volvo 4x4. Oh, uh, sorry, Volku 5x5. Not sure what that means. Maybe they're just saying they really like Volku. I do too. Uh, Lumpy Tofu says... Hashtag Rat Pack. I see you. Vince said, definitely the dogs were the best. Having more pets was the best. Hopefully, we can get more purchasable pets that aren't locked behind a skill. Yeah. I would like that. I would like if you could, like, buy dog breeds. Like, maybe do, like, dumb stuff to unlock dog breeds. Oh, my God. Hear me out. Maybe. Maybe. You get a different dog breed per region of the Achievement Diary after you complete either the Easy or the Medium Diary. You have that option to buy that dog breed. Oh, that's cool. Think about it. You cool. know how cool that would be? Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, Seymour says, I love the idea of the rat boss. My family has been breeding rats for nearly 13 years now, and I love rat content in all my games. Catch me with those day one rat boots. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Man's going to be paying out the ass for the best in slot rat boots, the rat slippers. Breeding rats as a family. I wonder if it's for like snake food or just like. Could for be pets. for snake food. Could be for like scientific labs. Could be for pets. Like rat breeding doesn't take very long. Rats reproduce pretty quickly and then live to be about two or three years old. So that's like. That man has seen a lot of baby rats in his day if they've been doing it for 13 years. It's pretty awesome. And then lastly, Themes says, I have a suggestion. No one is listening. Steel cape ornament kits. Not in the game jam, but still a lovely suggestion. I think that would be cool. Um, the ability to like change up your skill cape. But how would you distribute them? That would be my question. I don't know. How would you get it? Where would it come from? What would it look like? These are all the questions I have. That was the community question, folks. This week, we want to know, what is your favorite quest? And what is your least favorite quest? So if you have that answer, head on down to the community questions section in Spotify or the pinned comment on YouTube. What is your favorite quest? What is your least favorite quest? Ooh, but I have a challenge for you. What is your least favorite quest, but you're not allowed to say underground pass or, or uh, one small favor? Or rat catchers. You have your challenge there, folks. No, no underground pass, think about no the one small content. favor, and no rat catchers. Yeah. Because we all, everybody hates those quests. <laughs> They're like the generally just accepted, hated, 
We know. Yeah. If you were to put that, exactly. we know. But we want to know yeah. what you dislike yeah. other than that. Think outside the box. Tell us about your hatred. And tell us a tell us a favorite that's not a grandmaster. I want to know something like obscure that's not a grandmaster. I'm remembering right now that we didn't have time to get to the honorable mentions. Yeah, so what what happened yesterday, Michael? How did we go from like in the midst of talking about one of my favorite grandmaster quests to suddenly be like, "All right, it's break time. What happened, bro?" Yeah, so he <laughs> obviously kind of alluded to it. He said yesterday, "You guys have just spent like a minute and a half on an on a commercial, but it's been an entire day for us. Uh yesterday, uh my family and I we were we were scheduled and we had a time slot to actually go to a, an escape room. And so it was about an hour and a half away. So we really had to book it there. Um and that cut the recording, the first half recording like way short. So this is actually the next day that everything back up. It all looks so good again. Um everything is back where it was because i actually had to sleep on this bed that my computer's on so <laughs> it got like fully disassembled and then reassembled within the last like 30 minutes but yeah that's fantastic this is the first ever time that we've like taken a break and actually took a break yeah like this was it, it was out of necessity today though we 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 had to just For we sure. couldn't yeah we couldn't keep on keeping on but so maybe maybe we can just put the honorable mentions in the description Maybe we could that do that, yeah, because we could probably spend another like half an hour, forty minutes talking yeah. about the honorable mentions. Right. And when I tell you, I did spend a significant amount of time um, talking about the the rest of Dragon Slayer too, and like how hype the actual quest is with the people <laughs> in the recording booth chat. It was a good like forty minutes after you left. Oh dang! <laughs> yeah. We were fangirling over our favorite part of the quest, which is the ironically the agility portion of the quest, which is historically like hated in all quests in the yeah. agility portion. But the DS2 one is great because you're like you got to navigate over the bridges and there's dragons and shit and the login theme is playing. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, that's all we're going to. That's, that's the TLDR version of, of really that. We were fangirling the fuck out of it. I think you know this. But maybe you forgot. I've confessed it already on the podcast. I've actually never done Dragon Slayer two. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, I had my friend do it whenever I was not really into quests. When you when you do it on your groupie, right? Yeah, our groupie. Um, do it uh, with game sounds on. Okay, like play with the music fully, like fully blasting. Mm. Because at that part specifically, for me, it started really anticlimactic. I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of stupid. And then it kind of picked up. I thought it was, I was expecting like a new music track. Mm-hmm. And then the login theme really got going. And I was like, oh, no, this is perfect. <laughs> like, this Ooh. feels great. This music okay. feels really good. I mean, yeah, I think I'll either, a kick out of it. I'll either be streaming it on Twitch or I'll be doing it in VC. Like, there's no chance I'm doing good. that alone. So that's like end game quest for, for any account. So that'll be exciting. For sure. So yeah, I think it's also uh, achievement of the week time. Yeah, it is. Let it me is let me protect this. Uh, let me protect this palm tree here. <clears throat> we can get into the achievement of the week. A lot of things have happened this week. Um, let me scroll up to find them because we had them for yesterday, and then we didn't record it yesterday, so we just <laughs> you know didn't. Um, 
So let's see where were we, where would we have been at here? We do have a couple 99s. We do have a couple of big notable account achievements. And of course we do have some notable combat achievements as well. So coming in, in the skilling category, we have Posh Padre, my teammate. Let the infernal procrastinators never die. He got his first <laughs> 99 in TNL, uh, 99 cooking. Very, very impressive. I don't have 99 cooking. I've had it in leagues and I really like the cape. I don't know. I just don't have it. Oh, okay. I was never. I'm what, like ninety cooking? Super yeah, easy, super easy cape to get. Eh, I don't know what. Like they say, CBA. At some point, because I really like the cape and I really like the emote. I don't know. It'll happen. It'll happen. But cheesy to you, Posh. We also got a double ninety nine last night, which was a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I was at Theater of Blood with some of the folks in the clan and a random person, one of the seventeen thousand Jakes in the clan. Uh, they got 99 hit points and 99 attack while killing giant mole. Hell yeah. Which is, which is pretty fun. I love a good double 99. I got 99 mage and 99 defense at the same time as well. So like, hell yeah, random person. Hell yeah, Jake. It's good love shit. It. As far as the combat achievements, we have two notable firsts that are both difficult and both irritating to get done, but really good feeling after you get them done. Our boy Mima, once again, making an appearance here in the <laughs> Levels and Achievements uh, Achievement of the Week with his first Fazani's Nightmare Kill in the last week. Nice. That is a special place in my heart because I hate that boss. Um, <laughs> but he got his first one, which is which is good. In a more XP way-centered vein, we have Asthmatic with his first fire cape. We love Ooh. to see it. I love that there's a literal shitload of reaction emotes on this post. We fucking love first fire capes around here. <laughs> I don't give a shit what kind of content you are doing. We absolutely love first fire cape emotes. Yeah. Awesome. Congrats, guys. And last night, we had uh, a really fun quest completion. I believe it was Baxali in TNL. We were kind of watching this unfold uh -huh. uh, as I was killing Chompies and doing Theater of Blood. We were kind of watching the saga of, um, of Baxali do Sins of the Father. He started it out with like dude vanstrom is like the hardest boss i've died maybe like 15 times this is so demotivating and then without saying anything on his next attempt he's like holy shit i got it and it popped up that backslide has completed sins of the father <laughs> i'm gonna shout that one out because he had such a hard time with the final boss and i did too which i think was that boss is hard if sins mm -hmm. of the father is giving you trouble it's because it's a difficult quest like yeah. you're not a bad pvm or what is it is it vanstrom yeah, that's his that's his name. I think so. Yeah, because Rannis is Taste of Hope. Vanstrom is Sins of the Father. That's a hard boss fight. I think it took me like seven or eight tries. It was it, it's a difficult boss fight. So shout out to you, my friend. Congratulations on the quest completion. That rounds out the achievement of the week. Are we are we set to go for the the question that's pretty fun? Because I have a fun question for Ooh, you. Let's do it. I do. I yeah, do. Good. All right. Well, Definitely not stealing it from another podcast that we were on, you know. In fairness, we did tell Dills that we would be stealing some of these questions from him during our appearance on the Rune Doozies for the Wilderness Podcast. If you haven't watched that, go check out that content. It's a lot of fun. Um, Michael. Yes. If you could turn any single quest, not quest line, any single quest into a movie, what would it be? Hmm. Huh. 
there's a lot of vampire content already in the world mm-hmm. but i think that i think that like sins of the father would make a really good movie mm-hmm. like cuz there's an epic ending um you have a boss fight at the end so like i don't know like i said there's a lot of vampire content in the world but i think that 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 would not lend itself to a cool movie other than mm-hmm. that i think probably something like song of the elves would also be a pretty cool movie because there's again yeah. there's a big boss fight at the end there's a familial reveal in sins of the father as well which i think is a lot of fun Hmm. yeah I, did, I didn't have any time to think about this so I, these are just like off the top of my head they're they're good <laughs> they're good ones for sure they're good off the top of your head if you think of more feel free to shout them out because i got two you have two i got one that i think would make a really good story and one that i think would just make a really like ridiculous comedy uh the first i think would be biohazard mainly because of the reveal at the very end oh. you know how dramatic that would be you your character spends this whole time doing espionage you're spying you're sneaking you're breaking in you're disguising yourself as a mourner to get this all like secret information and then you have to travel across the country to figure out the cure to this plague only for this crippled old man to tell you that's just it there is no plague and then the screen just goes black that's the end of the movie like that would be awesome that would be such a good i got chills the first time i played that class because i didn't (laughs) know that the plague wasn't real i was not spoiled for it that's cool. I've always wanted to see. I wanted to see that whole quest line as a movie. Yeah. But that quest in particular, uh, Biohazard, I really do like the writing of that quest a lot. And I would love to see it as a movie. My more ridiculous one that I just think would be fun to watch would be Garden of Tranquility. All right. You've got this stuck up queen who wants the world. You have the most oblivious king in the entire world who's like, I don't know. I think I'm supposed to make her happy. Go do something. And then you have the character who has to navigate around what is effectively the entirety of Mistelin and Asgarnia stealing plants. (laughs) To think of it kind of themed like an Ocean's Eleven movie, but stupid. And instead of having to steal jewels, it's like, we have to get the seed from the monks of the the monastery. We have to steal a statue from Falador. Just like dumb stuff like that. You have to, like, steal garden decorations. You're, like, caught sneaking out with, like, a bag of, like, petunias or something. You're like, oh, God, there's a chase scene. Soils flying everywhere. I think that would make a really, like, just a stupid funny comedy. Because I... Do you fight King Rold in that quest? I I think you do. It's been so long. I don't remember. Let me... Hold on. Now that you're, like, recounting the details of it, though... Like, the fact that you had to steal that statue from Falador just makes it so absurd. Like, the king of Varrock steals a statue from another city. Mm-hmm. Arguably, like, a military state. But um, another, a whole other city and a, a whole other region of the world. And you do it for him. You just pop it on a cart and cart it on over so this, his queen can just be happy with her garden. Right, and the best part is the only reason why you can steal it is because PK Master zero zero three six comes in and murders the guards that are watching. Like that's some like stupid slapstick comedy right there. Like, all right, well, just a normal day being a guard. Our lifespan's not that long, and then suddenly, just this guy comes and starts cutting down these guards out of nowhere. And then the be- the very end when Rolls like, I hate this garden, and the queen just like slaps him for it you know (laughs) 
I don't. I think it's. Is it what lies below where you fight King Rold? I think it is because I love his dialogue as an enemy. Oh, right. I absolutely he, love his dialogue as an right, enemy because he's in the uh, nightmare zone as an enemy. Yeah, so, yeah I I love him at some point. I love his dialogue. I really do. Yeah, what what him? lies below? You do no, you don't kill him. You just beat him. He'll be defeated after the player summons Zaf when he's at zero hit points. Okay. Yeah. It's it's just like it's just stupid and fun, you know? Because <laughs> he's like a member of the Phoenix gang. I hated that garden. Like it it just it goes on the more you the more you do it. It's fun. I, I enjoy it quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, I don't have I, I unfortunately I don't remember a lot of cuss because I think before I met you and before you instilled this appreciation for quest dialogue in me, I spacebarred every single quest because I was doing it. Like when I got my quest cape, I was doing it while watching Slayer music and he doesn't pause for any sort of dialogue reading. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to get through them. So I think for me, like when I'm going to do, when I'm going to redo all these quests on my, on my group Iron Man, I'll be reading the dialogue and like actually trying to pay attention the lore but the most recent quests that i've actually read through have been all the ones that came out in like the last six months to a year so below Mm -hmm. ice mountain was really good um a kingdom divided would make an amazing amazing movie because it just Mm -hmm. has a lot of twists and turns that you don't really see and then there's this whole big like reveal at the end but along the way you've got great story points so i would watch a movie um about the kingdom divided and like you could even tie in all of the little sub quests that you do. They're not really sub quests, like the prequel quests. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tie all those in kind of along with it where mm-hmm. in the movie itself, you have all these events that take place and then it mixed in. It's uh, a kingdom divided. Like it could be flashbacks yeah. or something. I don't know. Like you, you're very, yeah. maybe it could also be like, maybe like dialogue exchanges as well. Uh-huh. Like you just kind of, you know, you kind of like you're an existing character and people kind of know your story. Some of the quests you do, but some of the quests you, you like maybe don't, you know, maybe there's like a time yeah. lapse where the people of Hasidius are like, yeah, I remember when you saved the prince from that hole with the, the sea snake in it or whatever. <laughs> so like, you don't have to go through and do the whole depths of despair, but you kind of like, there's an understanding that you've done it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe the flashback is you doing Client of Karend, where you have to, like, run. That quest is, oh, my God, Client of Karend drives me insane because I've only really ever done it on my main account once, on my pure once, where I was funded out the ass from my main. Every other account has been Iron Man. Yeah. Has been a Leagues account, has been my groupie account, and it's been Walkman mode the whole time, and it is just (laughs) terrible. Because yeah. it's so far away. You have to navigate the whole damn city. It's just a far run. And if you guys know one thing about me, it is that I hate Walkman mode. <laughs> it's so tedious. But, but once you get it, alas. like they give you the book, and then that allows you to teleport around a lot more easy. So yeah, stuff, you know, it's, it, it's nice. It's a nice trade-off. But, like, man. Did I tell you I completed my Western Provinces Elite Diary yesterday? You did not. Congratulations. I, I did, yeah. In the five minutes between the first and second segments of the show, I killed like four hundred more chompy birds. Oh, nice! Um, 
Yeah, I like, you know, kind of Gatling gunned, machined them, took them all down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that one's done. I now only have to do um, the two skilling requirements for the desert and the, what's it called? The Kandarin. level five healer roll for Kandarin. And then we're cheering. We're, like, we're super close to that dire like cave. 30 minutes for the, the healer healer roll. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for uh, to get the Kandarin one done. The desert one's going to be like, that's going to kind of be my wall. Because like we said yesterday... I'm a broke boy who actually has money out. Like I have to give money back to Jake because he gave me 25 mil because I refused to sell my crossbow for my scythe. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to give him money back for that. That's the first thing I have to pay for is get out of debt from Jake. Once uh, you hit 95, or no, because you only yeah, once need, I hit 90, you only once I hit 90, 90, I can just pie boost. Yeah, I think I is it a plus were... four or plus five from the pie? I don't actually remember. It's a dragon fruit remember. pie. I think it's plus four. I was I was thinking you were going to go to 99, but I was going to tell you to do redwood shields because they're really chill, and it's like 150 to 200K an hour for something super chill, and it doesn't cost too much. You That's lose money, obviously. too bad. It's very okay. AFK. I did that um, for 99 fletching. Okay, I might consider that. Honestly, I might consider it because I would have to. I have to run some calculations <laughs> and figure it out. Well, it That's takes doable. a higher level than I think what you need, though. That's the only problem. Uh, well. Mm -hmm. That's a little, it's not super helpful to me. No. Yeah, redwood shields are ninety-two, and I have eighty-five. So, yeah. ha ha! Oh, you're eighty-five. You longbows, so you, it is, baby. You do magic longbows. Those are still profit. Those are expensive. I mean, it's expensive to start, but then you make that money back. But I don't have a whole lot of capital to start right now. Right now, I have a 4.3 mil cash stack. I have a 12 mil loot tab, but like... I have 300 I mil. <clears throat> I'm not it's doing more loans. There. It's just sitting it hurt there. My soul. It hurt my soul to take a loan for my scythe, but at the, the only reason why I took it is because literally all my stuff was already sold. Just sitting And there. the stuff I had, I just wasn't going to part with, so... Sorry, bro. Consider it a zero percent interest loan that you don't have to pay back anytime soon. Mm, I can't do it. I can't do it. It'll be hanging over my head, and I won't be able to buy anything else. <laughs> It'll happen. I'll just give you the magic logs. You don't even have to take nope. the money. Just tell me how much still you need. Still won't. Still won't. Do it. I don't have to go cut that many magic logs. <laughs> You're gonna cut the magic logs? <laughs> if you give me It'll magic like logs, I have to cut the magic 000. logs to give them back. Oh my gosh. I make hella wood cutting XP from that though. Hey, listen, if you if I give you a magic log and then you cut it into a longbow and it makes more money, then that's just more incentive for me to give it to you. Because then you'll just give me all the magic longbow unstrung back and I'll sell them. You get the free XP. So 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 indentured servitude. Yeah. No. no I don't like it's that. It's called plan. helping you with like goals, that. Oxy. <laughs> I don't like that plan very much at all because that's then it's an obligation. <laughs> then know I guess what you're I mean? gonna get your uh, diary cape a lot later. <laughs> I I'm gonna blow your mind when I tell you. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you did, but you've just been busting out the diaries so fast. Yeah, I mean I've had a lot that were within within striking distance, but I mean I'm 600 mil down on my loot tab competition. Ooh. I got stuff to do. You know, I got stuff to do. So, who knows? But 
This has been a little bit of a shorter <clears throat> second segment of this episode, I think. A little bit of a shorter recording period for all yeah. the folks in the recording booth chat. But, but hey, that first segment, though, that was almost two hours. Yeah, so. it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to get back to form today. And I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. If you have any more things that you would kind of want to hear about, we, <clears throat> you know, we have plans to talk like maybe achievement diaries, maybe more items, things like that. We, we kind of like to get back to the whole, you know, this is what XP Waste is kind of thing. So if you guys have any recommendations, feel free to drop them in the XP Waste chat in our Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have some end game stuff planned for episodes as well. Uh, so if you're out there, if you're an end game PVMer and you're like, I already have my quest cape. Thank you for all of this information that's already done for me. <laughs> we do have some stuff planned for higher level people later down the road. So like we said, any suggestions, please feel free to drop them in Discord and let us know. What do you got for us, Michael? Uh, just all the social stuff. Like, follow us on uh, TikTok. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. We have a Twitter. Uh, all the links are in the description. If you're if you're over on YouTube, make sure to like and comment on this video and drop a subscription. It's free and it helps us out. We're nearing 650, so our end goal, at least in this first part, is to hit a thousand subs, and then we're gonna buy Oxy a new camera. It'll be great. You'll be able to see him so much more clearly. Anyway. I, I don't. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash xpwaste, and visit our merch store, xpwaste.shop, where if you do end up buying anything and post on social media, tag us at xpwastepod and use the hashtag xpwastepodcast. So, everybody, we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.